Yo, excuse me, Mrs. Lynn. Yeah. Have you ever seen a show with a couple on the mic with bad content and it don't come out right? We tight. They ain't never tight. And that's not polite. Am I lying? No, you're quite right. Well, tonight on this very mic, you're about to hear We, we swear, swear the, the best, best podcast of the year. So, so. Here we go. Scream Bravo. Also, also if you, you didn't, didn't know, this, this is, is our show. show. Hey, I like that. Welcome, 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 y'all. America 20 to Life. I'm your host, Mike Lynn, here with my co-host and wife and cook and cleaner. And I'm joking. I'm joking. Like, what? I didn't I was, do any I of was, those things today. I was getting into my fascist side. How's it going, babe? pretty good we have a fun show today yeah man we're gonna talk about what was yo like we're gonna go take it all the way back to the 80s the 90s the 2000s things that we remember for those times fun things and yeah it's throwback thursday throwback thursday yeah we're gonna do a do a different type of show today no political stuff oh well wait a minute we are gonna talk a little bit about that i mean we can't not address yeah so before we get into the show we're gonna talk about a couple things having to do with that yeah um, so given that context, uh, good news today, I guess, so, um, the yeah, president came yeah. on today and said that we're working back to open up our economy, which I don't, I don't want anybody to mistake like the importance of that. We understand there's a couple ways to die from a pandemic, right? I mean, there's obviously the actual, uh, virus that's, that's a bad thing and that thing could actually kill you, but there's some people who aren't in the best of situations mentally. There's some people who aren't in the best situations monetarily that eventually could just fall off the face of the earth, given the fact that they don't have any money coming in or whatever the case is. So in the current situation we're in, we can't last this long, that long this way. Yeah, I mean, it's all this really tough, delicate balance, and there's just no great way to go about it you know it's just trying to balance the right timing but it's obviously we know we can't stay shut down forever but it's just about how it's done why it's being done and when you know and i think early on it was being done just for the the wrong reasons they were talking about it but now they're introducing like that like a three-phase thing that's going to go fairly slow and only if it's safe so i mean i i can get with that oh yeah he gave back total control to the governors too (laughs) gave like gave uh, back. I gave that to you guys here. Have that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everybody just kind of is like, sure. They just kind of let him talk. Like when kids talk and they're like, mom, mom, blah, 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 and they didn't really. And you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank, just, thank you, sir, for giving us back thanks. our, what we already had so that I don't have to fight you for it. Exactly. I guess. Exactly. Get into a but, Twitter fight with yeah. you. So anyways, we, they said it's going to be three stages. The first stage will start in like states that aren't, haven't been massively affected mm-hmm. and they'll start opening their economies back up and see how that goes. My only thing is if you open up Ohio, I'm going to go to Ohio or somebody may go to Ohio. And maybe I won't go. Cause I don't care how open they make it. If they don't have a treatment for this shit, I can't go out. So, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, that's a possibility unless you're going to close down the borders of the state that you're opening up and say, hey, nobody from outside of the state can come in. And 
you yeah. still can't curb the, and the then spread. That's been the conversation is it's really hard. That's why they were doing things statewide. Like people are upset about it. But if you really think about how hard it is to do things in, on, you know, a smaller level, a city level or a county, even a county level, it's really difficult. How yeah. do you do that? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to figure out doing it, but they say they're going to do it. Dr. Fauci told us he's going to do it. So I believe it. <laughs> I, uh, Trump was up there and he was kind of I don't know if it's still going on right now or not, but. Uh, Trump was up there and he was kind of calm today, it seemed like, you know, but the questions hadn't started rolling in that heavy yet. But yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. I don't want to get into the mode where everything the guy says we just hate because he said it. We have to take some type of accountability that, you know, he's got to tell us what, you know, I mean, he's a, he's a leader of the free world. So at the end of the day, some of the stuff he says, we got to take heed and understand. If, again, and, and that's if it feels, I'll be honest, I don't feel that way about him but if i feel like it's coming from a different place like somebody else like he's actually listening to the people around him that do know what they're talking about then i i, I can get with that and i feel like maybe they reined him in a little bit it's been a rough couple of days for him I well mean, what i'm saying is ultimately <laughs> i you know it's just like with governor whitmer if people don't like her then anything she says is like god here she know. goes again yeah. i don't like to get into that mold with donald yeah, trump that's a i don't like mode. certain aspects about this guy but I'm not going to hate everything that he says just because just he because. said it. Yeah. So I don't want to get into where if he says, OK, we're going to open the country back up. Everybody's like, we can't open the country back up because he said Without it. Without listening let's to, listen the, to yeah. the logistics of it and pay attention to why we need to open it up or what Which the case is. And a lot of people like don't pay attention to the aspect of the economy falling. This is going to be I mean, aside from the parasite or excuse me, the virus that's been killing everybody when this virus is gone, the repercussions and the wave to come after is going to be even deadlier. I mean, it's possible to be even more deadly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, everybody's really structures at work and their lives are all changing. Everything is getting all thrown up and upside down. And, so. and that's why it was so important when why people were in such an uproar when he was talking about, you know, I'm, you know, the all being and you do what I say is because he really doesn't know each state's governor. And then the governor works with the mayors of the you know, cities. That's very important because they know their states better. They know their structure. So they're going to know what timing is right and what areas should open up, what, you know, businesses and what's essential, non-essential. And it's going to be different for every state, yeah. you know? So, so I listened to it and I, I like I said, I mean, that's good I'm news though. So then they asked so. if we were going to be a reporter asked if we're going to be in a position where, you know, come fall, we're going to be able to be in packed stadiums and whatnot. And Dr. Fauci got out and kind of told, like, we're going to take, first of all, we're going to play this by ear. It sounded like he was kind of motioning that we could get sports back, but may not, maybe not in the way that we remember it to be. So it may be like, you know, they play the sport kind of like WWE is doing right now, where they have these full on matches that, you know, with everything aspect of it, all the acting, everything with no audience. Yeah. You know, it could be a possibility that they do that. So I mean, it'd be televised for people that aren't actually. It wouldn't be the same. Though. I, uh... Par Parks of watching sports is being involved with the crowd. That's why even I don't know. It's like part of sp sports. Like when they talked about doing the NCAA tournament without the people in the crowd, it was yeah. like what? It's like it's ah. gonna be like the whistle. It's like that shit ain't no fun. Like who wants to watch that? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I take that over nothing right yeah. now. That ass, but but I don't think it'll be forever. You know, I think nah. they're saying you know things will start back up again. It's just gonna look and feel a little bit different, and we do have to accept that. People just have to. I understand. ain't accepting yeah. shit. <laughs> I'm about to get my AK and my AR and go right downtown right now. Higgity, biggity, biggity, boogity. You would have fit right in. Higgity, biggity, boogity. 
Yeah, you know what? I, you know what? To be honest, <laughs> you with really you, would. If Corona wasn't here, I probably would have been right down <laughs> you there with shut him. Shut up. I'd be taking video at least. I'm telling you, that's my own. That was my only thing about people being down there that aren't a part of the protest. Was like, don't go down there and, and get involved because then you look like you're a protester with the yeah. rest of them. Or aside from just looking like you with the rest of them, you know, you could be down there causing a, a panic or causing not panic, but causing a uh, traffic the spread jam. Or and, yeah, the or spread, spread or whatever the, the case virus. is. So. It was just. Again, you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah. People are going to do what they want to do. It's everybody's free will. That's part of America that I love, man. We all do got our own reign to do what we want, yeah. which kind of segues into what else I wanted to say, because I wanted to kind of give a disclaimer. I noticed that since we've done and started doing this show, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Good. Some good. Some bad. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say bad. Yeah, more or like less. Questioning. Nah, it's, more, it's not that. More or less, it's like people that have their own ideals of things and they see the way that I say things or the way that I do things to be counterproductive to the way that they want to press the issues of certain aspects. So what I wanted to come on here and say, and I'll never say this again, and this is just going to be my one time to give this disclaimer. Anything that I talk about from a personal basis or that I bring my wife and our situation out into the world and tell everybody about whether or not it be my successes, fails, failures, whatever the case is, it's my own experiences. It's what I've experienced works for me. I do, though, at the same time, try to give out what I've found to be gold in my life and all the mistakes that I've made. I've always tried to give that to the world so they don't have to make those same mistakes or find ways through things that I at one point in time might have thought I had roadblocks against me. And then I found out later, like, oh, shit, I can work my way around this. So I will talk a lot about self-improvement, making yourself better, being better, not letting excuses hold you back from things. But I want the world to know who all is watching and, and whoever may see this later. This is my disclaimer that this is how I've done things. So however, everybody out here is doing things to wake up the world or to bring awareness to certain things, more power to you. I, I, I applaud you. Keep spreading your word and I'll keep spreading mine. And if there's anybody out here in the world who can see something that I say or something that you say or something that that person says and take one piece of all of it and have their own awakening, I'm okay with that. It doesn't have to be all Mike Lynn's way. It doesn't have to be all America 20 to life's way. Do it how it does for you. This is what works for me. What works for. And I think that that's the way we've, we all, we kind of live our life is taking pieces of things that work or that you see or you think like or knowledge or wisdom yeah and just piecing it how it fits for you i think there's always an approach of like right or wrong like y'all think you're right about everything or you're right about this or that and it's not really about right or wrong because that's gonna that's very subjective you know as far as right or wrong but it was the right way for me what's success look like for you in your life you know and i think that in, in, in especially in my own community, there's a lot of brothers that are that are woke and understand and are enlightening themselves to the world and the things going around them. And everybody has their own different uh, perception of what's going on. And that's fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. We all can have our own vision and we are we can all speak to the young people and they all can take the different pieces of what we say or they can say, hey, I want to follow this man and, and his projection because I like where I see he's gone. I like the success that he has in his life, and that's what I want for myself. That's what I did growing up, and I tell people that all the time. I had great mentors. Even if they were doing bad in one sense of their life, they they were a mentor in another sense that gave me knowledge of something or knowledge of self to grow myself into a better person. And I've taken all of those little pieces from each person that I talked to, black, white, Mexican, whatever they were. I mean, and I've taken a little piece from every one of them, and I've turned into what I am today. So my success 
is built off of my experiences so that try to share my path with people take it how you want i'm not here to say anybody's right or wrong about what they're trying to give to the world Mm -hmm. or what their uh take is on you know whatever the case is this is my take this is our take so your take is yours this is mine i love y'all i love everything that y'all doing anybody who's taking a, a step to uh, to um bring knowledge to the people. Yes. I don't give a I don't give a hell rat's ass what knowledge you bring in. If you're taking that step, there's way too many people in the world that don't take any interest in, in helping mm-hmm. anybody else out. So yeah, if you're doing that, wisdom and man, more power to you. I'll bring you onto the show to spit your yeah. spit your lit. No doubt. I I mean, people that have come on my show or come on the show in the comments. I'll bring you in no matter if I agree with it or not. And we'll discuss it. And I'm not going to argue with you that that's your opinions of things. And that's what works for you, for your, your, your form of success. So that's all I want to say. I'm going to be done with that. But that's my disclaimer for anybody listening to this. If I'm giving self-help or I'm talking about a situation or trying to get people to understand voting rights or getting out here and talking about politicians or whatever the case is, that's my view. That's my take. Take yeah. it for what for what it That's is. What I'm we not think might help. I'm not selling you nothing. I'm not trying to tell <laughs> you to do nothing. I'm just Forcing telling y'all what's worked for me and what's worked for us. And what I believe success is, and that's it. That's that's my disclaimer. Yeah, Again, I love all all my people in the, in the, in the city, all my people in the world who are doing their job to make this world better. So more power to y'all. Now we're gonna get on to what was, <laughs> what was, and what is. So I, I don't know if y'all seen the promo. I had the picture, my baby picture. My mom is so mom proud. Already, she, mom already spoke on my it. My mom is so proud of that picture. What she said here? Uh, <laughs> hi, little Nike butt. This this my mom here. That's one uh, of the first pictures she showed me. Yeah. Uh, what she said? Okay, that's where that was it. But yeah, <laughs> so like, well, that's what we want to talk about today is like, what was like, who remembers the 80s? Like we all grew up. Most of the people who are listeners to this grew up in the 80s. I was born in 81. Erica, you were born in 82. And so we all grew up in that time. Then we remember the world the way it was. And I tell my kids all the time, I'm like, yo, y'all grew up bad. And it's not because of the parents you had or what we try to give y'all, but it was just the society that y'all grew up in. It was when it started to change quite a bit from what we knew. Because this is what I would say. Like, I was born in the 80s and grew up in the 80s and 90s, which for me, like, was the best time ever, y'all. I mean, if you really think about some of the experiences with all the way from just how things were with how we played and you know you know with each other and communicated with each other to the fashion the music mm-hmm. i mean just think about the music of the 80s and 90s yo i grew up so that's the difference about like like real talk i grew up my dad was my dad went to a all white high school in ottawa hills back in the day in grand rapids ottawa hills was an all white school nobody would know that now because it's an all black school school mayweather went to but My dad grew up in them times. My dad raced cars and he did everything the white boys did. And he was the black dude. You know, he liked white girls and he did. all. So anyways, long story short of that is growing up, my dad was more versed to all people. He wasn't just a straight. I mean, all my dad's friends around were all all black males that I can remember. And all the girls were white women. But at the end of the day, um, you know, he listened to 94.9. And there's the reason I brought this story up. 94.9 was WVIC back in the day. And they played like it was 95 FM. I was just gonna say it was 95, 95 FM, FM but it was WVIC, and they played like all the stuff, everything, but it everything. wasn't any soul music really. It was all like, it was like pop. Yeah, it was pop. I feel stuff. like it was like 92.9 now. What 92.9 yeah, is kind of, but 92. Point, I, there's nothing, there's nothing no, that I can compare. It is kind of, there's nothing that can compare to that back then because 
our culture and like hip hop and stuff is so pop now. Prevalent, yeah. It's prevalent in everything now. So there's really Back no. Then there was none. Yeah, there was no. There was ninety four point nine did not play any soul music or you know rap, any soul. type of rap or anything like that. It was all of that. So I grew up listening to Lady and Red, all of Michael and Jack, uh, Michael Jackson. I mean Michael Jackson, James Brown, obviously. My dad listened to Luther, all of those. But you know, I just gained a love for all different musics. You know what I'm saying? I was never like just straight on one thing. I loved everything. So I remember that as a kid, that that was like one of my things. Like I loved all music. And I remember the very first rap album I brought home was uh, Two Live Crew. And it was like, Bop, that was it. Uh, uh, uh. And my dad, I played it in the car and it was a, it was a tape. And I was so excited about this tape that I, my cousin had gave me. And I played it in the car. And like, you know, you see this in TV shows, but it's really happened. My dad took the tape out and slung it out the window. <laughs> And that was it. And I was done with I was Good done. Job, with, I was done with two live crew <laughs> right then at that moment. Now I snuck me some more two live. But not in front of your dad. Yeah, no. Nah. But my thing, my real, my real initial, my real initial hip hop phase came from like Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer. Uh, mm, like that's because that was real early on. It was uh, Ghetto Boys. Uh, them type of. Now I remember Ghetto Boys came to Warehouse Records over in Logan Square when I was a little kid. And I was so enamored by, you know, the little guy, you know, I was so enamored by him and so on. But he was entertaining. Know, yeah, he was entertaining. We'd never seen and anything is, like that. We're this like, is early 80s. I was like, this? yeah, I was like seven, eight, eight, nine years old at this time. So we're not talking about, you know, when Snoop dropped. Everybody was on that. No, this is before that. I yeah. I had like the best of like as far as the clothes and music and culture and all that, because I had an older sister. So my sister is six years older than me. So she was cool so she knew all the cool dances had all the cool clothes the music all those things and so then i got to get introduced to them like at a young age when nobody else knew about them mm -hmm. so that was awesome so my aunt this is my aunt nelda yeah. she i was like really close with my aunt nelda and my uncle aaron and my cousins and so on and all we all lived kind of in the same area almost our whole childhood but she said all you kids went out and played jump rope sledding mm -hmm. played with other kids my kids hung outside absolutely i can remember Waking up in the morning, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking 87 to like 86, probably like when I was five years old is like my earliest memories of like real memories. And then on to probably 91. I mean, every day it was like, the only times I really don't remember playing too much outside was in the winter. I've never been a winter person, but summertime, it was like first thing in the morning, we jump up and everybody was like, where are we meeting up at? Where are we going to play? My dad, I was lucky because my dad worked in Jackson. So I knew he left at like 7.30 in the morning and he was going to be gone all day long. So all the kids would come over my house. We had the biggest house on the block, you know. So every kid came over my house for, you know, the first start of the day. My dad always had like a big ass stereo system. So this one kid, Lloyd Robbins, and he, I don't know, he, I don't know, he's out here somewhere, but Lloyd used to always want to crank my dad's shit up, like to where it's going to break. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, and I was like, yo, chill dude, out. chill out. But like, that was like, that was the 80s. That was what you know we what did. Yeah, that was the 80s. So I have to read, my sister says, Erica was killing ants with her bare hands in the 80s. That is a fact. But yeah. that is because we were outside that's what we did like you went out at the butt crack of dawn and you stayed but you used to go catch there. snakes and shit that we, was weird we did. Shit. We did no that. that we did we had fun nah. man we'd go in the trails and catch frogs and snakes and, and all yo, types of crazy so stuff. for anybody who grew up in lansing like i grew up on hillcrest and mlk i grew up on bridgeport first uh when i was a little kid we lived on bridgeport from kindergarten to third grade which is like back by pinebrook area 
and then uh, we moved to Hillcrest and I grew up on Hillcrest and this was like one of the best neighborhoods to ever live in. Like we had every, so I mean, obviously anybody who knows that area right there, you got McDonald's, Burger King, Popeye's. Everything. We had like three arcades. We had Mike's and nine party stores right down the street. Um, we had uh, um, Pleasant View School had a BMX racetrack behind it. Mm. So all the kids around there all, all wanted to do BMX. And I was like one of the only kids that actually did BMX. I did BMX at that age. So from the time when I was in third grade until I was in seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade, I raced bikes. So I was always like the one that had to like, you know, the race, a real race bike and whatnot. <laughs> the actual but that one. neighborhood, growing up in that neighborhood, like I, I we just knew everybody. Everybody knew each other. You knew all the neighbors. You knew all the older people. That's how it just was. I though, smoked my first cigarette over there in the see, woods. I, don't, I didn't do that that young. See, that's why I said y'all yeah. was picking up snakes and we was we trying were. to be grown. But I, but there's probably a lot of kids that had like those same types of childhoods. Because yeah. like if you were an outdoor type of kid, like those are the things that you did. You jumped on your bike. You rode down to the park and you spent all day hanging out. You know, this is there's this is me at like bike. with my dad at like. I think I'm 10 or 11 years old. <laughs> if this so ain't 80s, cute. early 90s right here, this this oh jacket my dad gosh. probably still has this in his in his closet. Stop. He does not. he don't not. throw clothes away. <laughs> he does not. But my dad used to wear, I remember Mr. Bailey at Gardner used to always wear these bike, they were bike, uh, like baseball coat shorts. And my dad would wear those. But one day we were sitting, and I'm going to just tell the story. He's going he gonna to be mad at me probably. He probably don't remember it. But we were sitting at a bike race, and he was working on my bike, and he was sitting down on like a bucket. And I can remember there's all these people around us talking to us and stuff. And I looked down for whatever reason, I was dick gazing that day and not really trying to. But my dad's balls were hanging out the side oh. of those bike pants. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not going to say who, but my sister remembers we had an experience like that with the family member, that exact same thing. Yeah, so I told my dad, I was like, Dad, look. He's like, oh, he so he grabbed his balls and put But that's what we did. We did that back in the day. Like, 80s, you, you wore shit like that. You know what I'm saying? The bike shorts. It was ridiculous. But, yeah, so this was me racing bikes. Um, We didn't get it all. Oh, there it is. So this is me racing. What did you just send oh, over? Oh, that is so funny. Let's see. That but anyways, is that was me uh, racing bikes and um. That was a good time in my life, man. I used to be able to ride this bike inside my house. That's such an That's late 80s, our, our 90s house pick. was like wide open. Yeah. But so, yeah, my this is my dad right here. He's Look at awesome this jacket. Dude. I love it. This That is just the epitome. It just brings back. Looking at that, and yeah. I, was, I was up there, it brings back so many This like, was also memories. your boy right here. Probably around the same time frame. Yeah. I was doing this. Is this is if this ain't pure eighties and nineties BMX? Like who y'all know that rode BMX, yo? Like real talk. A lot of people did back in the day, though. It was like a thing, man. But yeah, that everybody. Was, I wanted was, to do it. This was in Bad. Columbus, Ohio, at the President's Cup, and I took second place in this, and I got both. This is before I knew racism existed, but I was like always one of the only black kids racing, and I used to whoop everybody ass. And I was in this race and I got second place and I was pissed because uh, I got second. I was supposed to get first. I was like ranked in the nation. And I they said that I bumped this kid and they ended up giving me eighth grade, eighth place President's Cup trophy, which was tiny. What? And I, my dad used to tell me like, man, we know why this was. And I didn't know. And you I didn't know why. I didn't why. know anything about he that He knew shit. why, but you didn't. Yeah, you were just like, uh -huh. I didn't know nothing about that. Uh -oh. Uh oh. Let's see. Let's see. Let's bring some other pictures in here. What do we got? If that ain't the uh, most, <laughs> so this is, that's basically the epitome of my this, 80s child. 
this looks just like Esme, Esme, Hector, Daniel. Everybody combined. So this is. What do you got right here? What is this a little box of? I don't know. I think it's a shoe box with maybe like drawing stuff or supplies because that's like how I rolled. But I see I've got my earbuds in. My wife was a nerd and I so appreciate it. I so appreciate it. I was literally that kid. I was probably doing homework or something. No, I think I was probably drawing. But do you see the white socks and the shoes? Oh, yeah. The headband, and the, the bangs. Boots? Those are Jodeci boots. Every, Those are yeah, low-cut Jodeci low boots. They're low-cut boots. They were because you wore You're them. You're not rocking the, them the like white, Jodeci. Oh, look the at white the, scrunchies look at the, uh, and the stonewashed jeans. Look at the, uh, those are the bright stonewashed jeans, Bright stonewashed jeans. That is the epitome of pretty much how I looked in the 80s. Let's see. What else we got? <laughs> oh, that's that one. Let's see this one. What do we got? Oh, and there we go. That's how we rolled. We oh, probably we're just... all in this together. <laughs> We'd be listening to Did you have the mom jeans on? Or what are those? <laughs> what, what are, are those? those? <laughs> no. Look at her leggings. Look at my brother's, like, everything. Look at this. What is this, a Pistons tee? I, I think there's a Pistons sweater right there. Those were my girls. We used to have so much fun. We would listen to music, hip-hop, rag, Madonna, you name it. Look and at the well, Look at the wall. I was about to say. Look oh, and look the, at the, uh, look at the, uh, oh, in the back right corner, you can see there's a TV there's a tray. There's a TV tray. There's a TV stand. Oh, my god. And carpet. You don't see that too much anymore either. Yes, carpet and green wallpaper, y'all. If that ain't the most 80s pick. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love it. But like those images, like as funny as they are, stonewashed jeans, like BMX racing, like that is just. Oh my gosh. So 90s. my mom says crunch socks. Yes, that was. That's my, what my mom was the champion <laughs> of crunch socks. My God. Yes, mom. I remember those. Crunch socks and another thing <laughs> that was in the wintertime, crunch socks and Reebok classics, like the aerobic ones my mom used to wear, all colors. <laughs> and my mom was straight 80s too. Y'all. I wish I had a, I have pictures, I need to bring them up, but the best pictures of her. Oh man, my uh, mom was awesome. She was fierce. She wrote y'all. a pinto. My mom had a pinto in the 80s. Oh, do you remember my... those? The hatchback? I do. That, yes. Yeah, I my do. mom had a pinto in those the 80s. Those were so cool back then. Mm, stick shift. She oh my god. Stick shift. My cousin Summer says that hand, Erica. <laughs> How you hold it? Don't be talking about my hand, cousin. Um, <laughs> that peg, was... Hold on. Angie says pegged jeans. Oh, she taught me how to peg my jeans. Yeah. Do y'all remember peg jeans? Wait, Those... wait a second. I need you to bring this up. Okay. <laughs> you got to get quicker than you're doing. You can probably do... send it from this, can't you? No, it wasn't okay. letting me. I'm, gonna do, I'm just going to use um, this one. Yeah, so like all of those things. Uh, but what I was going to say is biker shorts. Biker shorts and biker... So that's the thing. Biker shorts was the shit back in like 86, 85. Wearing biker shorts, biker shorts, right? But then there also was biker pants. Wait, what? Yeah, biker pants. They're basically spandex. (laughs) Okay. What you guys wear now that are like yoga pants, they had had those biker pants. (laughs) And so the yoga... This is how my dad always did me, yo. Like back... So now you about to understand like how I grew up. This is why I do for myself and I do not care. Oh Everybody had biker shorts. This is in Bridgeport days. Kevin Lee, uh, Kevin Malik, all y'all cats had biker shorts. I was the one who had the biker pants in in August. Wait, when why? it's ninety five? Because my dad just if it was but biker, why? he would only hear the first part. If I said I wanted three stripes, four stripes are good enough as well. You know what I'm saying? That's how my dad kind of was. So I had the biker pants yes. when everybody else had the damn biker shorts, looking like an idiot out there. So I cut them anyway. So I had to cut them. I think I might have gotten in trouble for cutting them also. Um, don't be too intent on trying to mm. find it, baby. You can't be a part of the conversation here. Daisy so, Dukes, yes, yes, because Daisy you could Dukes make them was yourself. a song, wasn't it? 
Yes. Daisy. Oh, I can't. I gotta pull girl, that song, song up. Yeah. I want you to look at girl, girl, the Daisy Dukes. Dukes. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to pull that song up now. Daisy Dukes. Yes. That was the jam, and Daisy Dukes were something that you could make yourself because you could literally just cut your jeans short <laughs> right under the butt cheek <laughs> but wait i feel like the dudes were wearing them too so like there was a lot of things in the 80s and the 90s that were very unisex mc hammer pants that's another one yes oh that's not it is that's it? not it I don't that's think. hoochie mama that's hoochie mama although this that is, is, it. is a very... Hold on, that's, just it. <laughs> that's not it either no, that's not it either. Does anybody know the actual name of the song? Because hold on, hold on. I think this is. Nope, nope that's, a... that's not it either. You guys can what tell. That's a, What that's song a... was that, Matt? Tell me what song that was. Yeah, like who's the up. artist? Because that must. Not I know. Be look the at them girls at the Daisy Duke yes. song. I think it was Two Live Crew. I want you to look at them girls at the Daisy Duke song. So my song. sister says she. I didn't wear no damn biker shorts. I did. I literally loved biker shorts. I remember I had these black ones with like hot pink in them and they were my absolute favorite. And then you had to wear them with like the cotton t-shirt, uh-uh. <laughs> scrunch socks, and like the big clunky tennis shoes. Oh my Yo, so God. what was the things like, let's think about this back in the eighties, let's say 80. So this is going to be different for everybody, different age groups, but what was the one thing that everybody wanted back in the day? Like let's say 89 ish, like around that time. Like I think for me, it was like, so Teddy Rupskin was a thing back in like 86, 87. Yes. I needed a Teddy Rupskin. Um, what was the The Nintendo came out? The Nintendo game boy. Game Boy, oh, yeah, Game, the Game Boy was later. Game Boy was like 90s. That was 90s, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that was kind of like the early 90s is kind of like carryover from the 80s, I feel like. But snap the Nintendo, off pants, yeah. yeah. We still, the snap off pants are still a thing, though. They still. There's a lot of 90s stuff that's oh, making a Oh, Gremlins. <gasps> yes, the Gremlins. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I used to be scared to death of the Gremlins back in the day. Oh, my God. That, yeah, I used to know. I used to torture myself like with, with stuff like that I was scared of. <laughs> The gremlins. The yes. gremlins. Oh, yes. oh, what else? Another one was um, uh, what's the movie? The gremlins were so cute. Not gremlins, but the guy, the boys, and then the dudes like Baby Roof. Which Mm-mm. one? Was the Grim. Ah, what was that movie? You know which one I'm talking one. about? Where they go to the boat? It's under the the boat, and it's like a bunch of gems and jewels on the boat. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, uh, what is the movie? Y'all know it. It's with um, the Snickers, right? He yeah, gives them the, no, the Snickers. Or it's a baby root. Baby root. <laughs> I'm it's not going to do it because yeah. it's inappropriate. But you guys, oh, what movie is that? Why oh, can't I remember the name? We're going to get into Goonies. The- yes. Goonies. Thank Goonies. you, yes. Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, the Goonies. Oh. Yes. We're in the 90s now. I think this is like, yep, 94. I know y'all remember this. Candy Sweet. This instantly makes me see that it makes me want to stand up and actually do this. <laughs> Hold on, we gotta wait for the break. Okay. Yes, house parties. We don't have those anymore oh because people gosh. get to shoot back to stupid. House parties. House parties. Yes. Man. And parents would like be home and everybody would just be in the basement having a house party. Like, oh when we my were gosh. Younger. My sisters had a house party at my dad's house when she turned, I think, 16 or 15. I was in love with all my sister friends, yo. 
Like all of them. I think one of them, one of them we still know today. A couple of them we still know today, but there was one I can't remember what her name was. She was Mexican. I kind of think I knew I was gonna go that way even back then. <laughs> I was gonna have a Mexican wife back then. I can't remember what her name was. If my sister's on right now, she'd know. I was so in love with her, and I got pictures of this party too. I have to pull those pictures up, bring them back to y'all. I wish I my had sister did. threw some epic. I should have did more. It took more time to get this together, but. That was awesome. That them them days. Pictures are the best from those days. Like I feel like I don't have my sister probably does, but she's got pictures of like house parties and she threw some awesome ones. And it was like the epitome of an eighties movie in there. Like what? I was always the kid, and my mom and dad can attest to this, that when anybody was around, I should show off and dance. (laughs) So I get up in front of everybody and dance for hours, yo, until I was sweating (laughs) to like MC Hammer. Vanilla Ice, all of that shit. Oh my god, yeah. Michael, come out here and dance. <laughs> they didn't have to tell me. I just get. Just I go turn my dad's stereo on and I get going. Oh, uh, that's great. My that mom said, funny. "Big hair, yeah, big yes. hair." I remember them days. Yep, because my you mom always. The Aquanet. My mom always did have that. Can I speak to your manager? Hair uh, cut going on. <laughs> Funky Comedian, she said. Yeah. Yes. Although I did, I feel like I saw like a baby fro phase for your mom too. And that was really cute. She had like sunglasses. Yeah, my mom did rock a little baby My mom had a baby fro too. Mm -hmm. I have a really cute picture of her. She's got like the straight leg jeans on and the like 80s sunglasses and this bright red shirt, red lipstick and a baby fro. She was killing the game. You know what I remember from the late? Yes, I had Michael Jackson's coat too. (laughs) I had both of them. I had both. My mom said Michael Jackson. I had the red and the black one. And I, used to, I was like in six, I was six years old, seven years old. And I can remember very clearly if my dad was on here, he could tell you, my mom might, might remember this. Yeah, my mom will remember this. I used to sing like Michael Jack or Tina Turner songs and Michael Jackson songs in the back of the car. <laughs> he and told one me of them was that. like, what's love got to do? That was like one of my favorite songs when I was a little, little kid. And he said kid. you were little, I was like little, probably three, four years and old. And that you knew the every single word. Yeah, but I, I do remember that. I remember that. I remember singing those songs. Hey Angel, glad you're joining us. So what she shiny black patent leather boots. Oh yes. And you could wear those with like the tights or you could do like the scrunchy socks. I mean, the, the style, we look at it now and we laugh, but it was so damn cool back then. There was like all these different layers you could do with it. Yes. Overalls. We're gonna jump into the nineties. Oh gosh. Oh. That makes me think of like the overalls without a shirt on, like no, she just said it. The shiny black patent leather boots. Oh, gosh. The Jodeci Yes. <laughs> Yo, who wasn't messing with this? This was like the 90. Music, this was like 92, 91-ish. Jodeci came on in the whole room. I was like sixth grade. We should lose our minds. Because back then, we used to have lock-ins at the YMCA. You remember, remember the lock-ins? Those lock-ins everywhere. You can never have a lock-in these days. No, I feel like they try to, but they, they're really locked down. Like, our lock-ins were so fun. I, I can't remember. I think it was maybe the Hill Center they used to do one, and there'd be, like, different areas you could go, and they'd have all types of fun stuff going on. Oh, lock-ins used to be the stuff. Scrunchie in, your, in a trunk on your arm. Yeah, scrunchie on the arm. That's coming back, too. So many things. Yo, one thing I remember plainly when I was that age, like, when I was in 80s, so, like, probably 89, 88, 90, was the world premiere of michael jackson songs oh and world it was like a premiere. movie it was and like it a movie would, yeah it would come on like a movie like it was always on fox 47 and it would come on like a movie and they'd be like now 
you know, now comes Michael Jackson There'd and it would like go a dark. And everything. Yeah, it'd be like a trailer. I remember the one where the kid was like up in his room and he was listening to music and and then all of a sudden his dad came in like, turn that stuff down. And he oh. got all mad and stuff and he cranked it up. And he was like, that is literally getting me excited right now. It was like eight o'clock primetime Sunday, Michael Jackson premiere. And then they build this shit up for all day. Like you would know it's coming. And I'd sit my ass in front of the TV so I couldn't wait till Michael Jackson's world premiere came on. They did. I remember they did that song, Black and Black or White. The zombies, the they did that one like that. I don't remember that one. I do remember that one. They this did was more huge. or less that was like back in the early eighties when they did. Bad was one. No, because those are those are like way early eighties. I'm talking yeah. more or less black or black and white, black or white uh, album. That was when he did like, you know, when he had disappeared into the dust. Mm-hmm. That was then. That, remember back in the those time days, they made? Yeah, remember. Remember the, the time? time? I remember that premiere distinctly. Yeah. That was a huge one because it had. Um, Iman, I think, was the model. It had Eddie Murphy in it. Jeff says, what you say, Jeff? And you better be home to watch the premiere because no DVR and no internet. You ain't lying. I'm, everything was like that. If you wanted to see it, you better see it live and in person because it wasn't no going back. Actually, though, I think maybe towards like the later 80s and early 90s, you could record it on a VHS. But then you had to like dub over a movie. You remember you had to put tape over the Tape over the little notches. The little piece, yeah, the little piece. Yeah, so it and would so then you could over. record over like a Disney movie. I don't remember ever doing it, though. I do remember, tell me if y'all remember doing this, getting the TV guide out and laying oh. on my stomach on the floor and mapping my whole like week out Hell based on yeah. what was going to be on TV. Because you got to be able to catch it. You got to. You'd be outside playing like, oh, I got to get home by 8 o'clock because such and such is going to be on. I can't miss it. That was fun, though. Like I get technology has made things easier, and it's like you don't have to miss anything, but... There's something to be said about that. That was fun. It was so exciting. Like, oh my gosh. Yo, I'm about to hit y'all with something. This is what if y'all if y'all true 80s babies, you gonna remember this one. Let's play this one. Who can name this right now? Before it hits. Can you name it? Mm-mm. Nope, not yet. I don't know who's going to name it before it hits. <laughs> All right. Anybody else can name this yet? It's coming on really slow. I didn't think it was going to come on this damn That slow. is a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Rocky remembers this shit. Me and Rocky grew up in the same neighborhood. He said he had that album. <laughs> I did not own this album, but I do remember it. Yo, Rocky grew up in my same neighborhood, yo. That's why he, yo, telling you, Rocky, tell these people how beautiful that neighborhood was, man. Hillcrest, Martin Luther King, that little, it was Logan back then, but we, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't rep that no more, but 
Yo, that neighborhood was the cheese. Everything mm. was out. We had we had a shoe store on the corner, a PX store if you was into the ninja stuff. We had like two arcades. I mean, Southside was jumping. Yo, we had. I mean, every, we booing. didn't never have to leave that little area if we didn't want to. It was the dopest, yo. Yeah. Look at Rocky said we was out here. Absolutely, <laughs> bikes, all of that. Everybody That's what I'm saying time. though. Like it was just a different time. Like you jumped on your bikes and you went and got ice cream. You went down to the store and everybody pulled their money together and get all types of candy and snacks and chips and stuff and just hang out. Somebody always had like a radio or something, music going. Like I just always remember that. There was always groups of kids, like the circle with the bikes, you know, like eight of us just chilling, mm-hmm. just hanging out. Oh, those were some great times. Yo, then the oh Ninja Turtles. Oh my god! I was obsessed with the Ninja the Turtles. The Ninja Turtles. Which one did you want to be? Raphael. No, Vanilla Ice haircut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get that boy. I couldn't you, get it right though. <laughs> Damn! I wanted me a Vanilla Ice haircut. So I had bad. a salt and pepper haircut, low key. Yo, the, the one ice size shorter than the other. Uh, vanilla yeah, Ice was the shit. I don't care what nobody no, said. No, I, I know people be trying to act like that's not part of our growing up, and it wasn't cool then. Whatever it is now, it was cool then. Damn it. Hell yeah. <laughs> look, my, Rocky said, I told y'all, look, my Rocky, uh, Rocky, Rocky, that y'all used to come over. I think your mom and them used to come over too with Marco Mama, play Spades. <laughs> my crib was always the party spot. The Spades was oh. cracking off. All the kids would be in there hanging out. That was the spot, yo. Oh my gosh. Yo. So fun. Like, kids don't need, like, they don't really do that anymore. Like, oh, all of that was y'all. so cool. Y'all hear this? I'm oh, like, you know that. I know y'all know this one. Mm hmm. I knew this song Yo, back and forth. I don't know if I could do it now. Let me see. Let's kick it. I didn't know it word by word. Baby, I think I, I might know the first verse. <laughs> if I catch it. All right, stop. And listen, Ice is back with a brand new edition. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights and I blow to the extreme. I rock a mic like a candle. I almost had it. He was spitting out. Almost had it. The problem is I can hear myself too. That's what it is. I don't care what anybody says. That song, that video, everything was cool. If Teresa's talking about Dice now, I think you're talking about Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, I yeah. remember my dad was the biggest Andrew Dice Clay fan when I was younger, and he was dirty, nasty. My dad used to have, like, he'll put the Andrew Dice Clay uh, record on, and we'll listen to it. <laughs> and I'm like eight, nine years old, and I used to he listen to Andrew to Dice that. Clay. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Dice was big back then. Yeah, <laughs> he was that dirty comic, Andrew and he would Dice be in all Clay. the movies, and you know, he with fell cameos. all the way off though. I don't know he what did. happened. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, he was like later and stuff. But Rocky then said, "Dirt yeah. bikes, everything was rough riding before they knew about it." I Hell love yeah. it. I love it. Rocky was out so there. So damn it. It was me, Rocky, uh, me, Rocky, Juan Hollins, and Marco. Mar- Juan came a little later, but it was me, Rocky, and Marco for like the fourth, fifth grade years. <laughs> And then Juan got in the jump in sixth grade. Juan got in there with us. Me and Eric played Beatles records. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Oh, my Me gosh. and Eric played Beatles records. That's your dad thing. So yeah, you're going to be a part. You're going to kind of be like a, a reflection of that. Of like the childhood and kind of what you're around. Oh. Like, I did have a record player in the 90s. I really did. What she say? All my boys collect Cabbage Pack cars. I remember yes, the Cabbage Pack cars. I remember those. <sighs> 
I had yes. Cabbage Patch dolls. Me and we all had Cabbage Patch dolls. And yes, Garbage Pail Kids. Oh, Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah. Yes. You got to be pulling these up. I want to see them. Oh. <laughs> nah, Rocky. I ain't forget about Jose Perez. That was my man's third grade to sixth grade. That was my guy wow. guy. Hell yeah. So Garbage Pail Kids, they had the show, the cartoon. They had the cards. They had the actual. Did they have actual toys, dolls? You I don't can't remember. talk and pull it up, baby. <laughs> I got you. Let me um, see. So did Michael. Yeah, I had all of that stuff, man. Growing up, I was a big collector of stupid shit. <gasps> there it is. That's the ones. All right, I'm going to send these to you. What did he say? Orange Juice. My, Matt Brown says Orange Juice Jones, The Rain. That was the first true rap trilogy. I don't. Oh, is that man. the artist or? I don't know. I'm about to look that up. Orange Juice Jones. I remember that name. Um. Rocky said I used to be at your crib at 9 a.m. every morning. <laughs> 9 a.m. Let's get it in, bro. <laughs> I remember my dad, I always, my dad used to go to work. So in the summertime, my crib was kind of that spot. And I used to always ask my dad to leave me a couple dollars. And he was always like, I left it to you for you. And I'd be like, well, Just to where? be able to get like yeah, some dad, snacks Yeah, dad, will you leave whatever. me some money? And he'd be like, I left it for you. And I always had to fucking find it. And it was always under the soap in the damn shower because he knew <laughs> I probably wouldn't take a shower because I wanted to hurry up out to the street. <laughs> Here is, uh, you kind of oh. sent that one bad, but here is the Garbage Pail Kids playing cards. I remember these, man. Yeah, those were it. That's and they crazy. each, I feel like they tried to make a comeback on those. Yo, Scholastic. <gasps> yes, the Scholastic oh pamphlet God. that you'll bring home from and everybody. never get anything from? My days to get me money for Scholastic. Uh -huh. I could send it to you. They gave you a little envelope, and you had to uh -huh. check off what you wanted. Oh, I and then you'll put up. your little money in the thing. My, my days to try to make sure I had what I wanted. Then, Unless they, it was some real Adidas or something. If it was some real Nikes and shit. My, <laughs> I can remember when I was in my, in my early 80s, like third grade, before third grade, on. Uh, I used to get my clothes came through JC Penney's and every year in the beginning of the yeah. year, my dad would get that big ass JC Penney's um, catalog and he would order all my clothes out of that. And I'd get a box in the beginning of the year. That's where all my clothes came from. <laughs> a box. So you just opened the box and that was everything, yeah. wasn't it? It was yeah. just everything. Yeah. Well, that's because if you got like JC Penney, Sears was a big one because Sears had like the credit card and they also had layaway. Right? Yeah, you got to screenshot those and bring them in because this is how big that picture is. Mm, that's how they're coming through. Okay. Yeah. So you got to screenshot and bring them it in. It looks like there's the Scholastic in. book. I know, but look at what oh, I'm trying to Oh, they're really tiny. That's the Scholastic you, book. You got that from school and it had all yes. the books in it. Then it would have pencils, all of that Circle stuff. Circle everything didn't need. that you wanted. Yeah. And it would have like whole sets of stuff that you didn't need. None of it came with stickers and stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Do they still send those home? What the Scholastics? They did one when oh, Mikey was little. I can't. I, Mikey and Maya used to bring them oh, home. Oh, what, what about Book Day at school? What was it? Book Day? What was Book Day? Where you come with with money Riff. and you could buy like money, books and stuff? Was that Rift? Do you guys remember was Rift? It Rift? I don't remember that. What did Rift stand for? But Rift was like a big deal. Oh Riff. my gosh! Angie says Kmart layaway. <laughs> Yeah, I used to use that even into the 2000s, yo. <laughs> yeah. I go in there and drop like $500 worth of stuff in there and pay $10 at a Can time. By the time I got it out, it wasn't good no more. Shit was all weather dated. 
Kmart layaway. Yo, Kmart layaway. Oh I'm trying gosh. to think. Does anybody even like? Let's not even say Kmart specifically. Layaway at all is not a thing anymore. No, I don't. I don't think layaway is even a thing I anymore. I feel like a couple stores, maybe like Walmart, TJ Maxx, tried to do it for a while, not like recently, but I don't know. Yo, layaway was a thing, big deal. Yo, that's like more important now than ever. I think now they don't do the layaway situation. So the book fair, John said. The but yes, uh, I don't think the they do fair. layaway so much anymore as they'll give you credit, like a credit allowance. And then you get all your stuff now, but then you have to pay like after. Pay it's it called like after pay or whatever the case is. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do that. Like yeah. it's upfront financing. Olin Mills. Yes. <laughs> That's, Nike's first picture. Yes. Olin Mills. <laughs> we do that. What they used to have you Hold like on. this? Like this. That's the pose. Mm-hmm. But for, or like this. Yep. <laughs> TJ Maxx layaway. Yep, TJ Maxx okay. had layaway. She says they do. They have it right now. Oh, okay. do they? So they're trying to kind of bring that back a little bit. Okay. That's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, the Wounda. Cousin Mikey, when he was three years old, said we went to the Wounda. <laughs> okay, so. For y'all who don't know, that's the. <laughs> I'm crying. So what is it? Sal, so, sal- segunda. It's, segunda. It's segunda. Segunda. It's, it's like Spanish kind store. of slang for like secondhand store. And yeah. <laughs> we used to take Mikey when he was little. I still. Mikey uh, is still fucking around. I mean, Mikey he go will there still now go to the thrift sh- store shopping. He still goes to the Wunda. He sent me a picture a couple weeks ago of the Kmart Cafe. <laughs> Do y'all remember uh, that? Now they kind of lightweight still got them and Targets are now having them. Target does have Target's them. Targets got their cafes it. now. He's but like, yeah, when you walked in there, you didn't get shit. Neither you better not ask for shit. I don't care if you can smell them fresh baked pretzels or all that good, <laughs> all that good salt on them. You better not ask for nothing when you Fries, come into Kmart. Ketchup. Yo, they used to terrorize little kids with Kmart. Right when you walked in. Right when you walk in, that right mug was right there smelling like cotton candy and pretzels and pop. Mm-hmm. And you can't have none of that shit. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. The McGruff crime dog. Oh, he'll get beat up these days. <laughs> Don't nobody like a snitch nowadays. Everybody they respected say. him. No, McGruff, though, do you actually, the McGruff crime dog could probably come out with a rap CD and do pretty good right now. We need to bring him back yeah, and McGruff, make it cool. McGruff again. could be the man right now because they hey, don't care. Jazzy. Actually, they don't care about snitches. Jazzy joining us. Jazzy who? Cousin Jazzy. She's Where? with Angel up top. Oh, so, hey guys, it's me, Jasmine, and with my sissy. Hey, Angel. Oh, hey, they might be a little younger for that, but Gruff, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was. Oh, man. my God. The trench coat. He was so cool, and everybody. Oh wait, oh hold my on. gosh! Hold on, no, no, no! <laughs> I'm about to kill you with this one. Anybody who went to Gardner knows that we had like two computers in the library, right? And the only thing people ever did on it was I think you could look up a book <laughs> or you played Carmen San Diego. Oh my gosh! Carmen San Diego, and this is where I got my affinity to want to travel. Because Carmen San Diego went all over. You had to find her. Where in the world is Carmen Carmen San Diego? Diego. Oh, she was awesome. Thundercats. 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 Hold on. How about, what was her name? Jem? Do y'all remember Jem? Everybody Mm. wanted, well, that was probably the girls. Girls wanted to be Jem. Oh, my gosh. Everybody wanted to be her. What I was going to bring up, though, was, do y'all remember how prominent and how cool Dare was? Oh, yes, Dare. <laughs> you know, that's the thing back... But hold on, let me just say this. When we was kids, it was okay to be like... Nobody wanted to be a druggie, yo. Nobody but like... Now it's like the thing. Nobody wanted to be... Like, we all like... Dare was one of them. Like, not bullying. All those things was like a thing that yeah, it was cool to be that. So whoever was marketing that needs to bring that shit back. However they used to do Dare it. Dare needs to be brought back because I we would like to... I remember my class, like... 
took it seriously. Yeah. Like we pledged and we were like for real about it. And yeah. like if we knew of like family members or people, we were kind of looking at him like. Was, so then you had the safeties. There was the yes. real snitch, like the straight snitch. And they used to go to that camp at the end of the school year. I never got to go to that shit either. They used to go to the, the safety camp at the end of the school year. And everybody was all jealous because they got to go. I was never a safety. Yo. I fought when I was in grade school, I got into a lot of fights because I was a tomboy. So I was always like fighting and scrapping in like the playground and stuff like that. So I never got to be I a safety. I think everybody, your sister says, everybody, I sold noun laters on the playground. You know, now letters was Hustler. the shit, but you know what was even bigger than now letters back when I was a kid? So like middle school times up was like those uh sour patch kids. Not sour patch kids, I'm sorry. What's the little gumballs? I just cry babies. Like, cry babies. Yep. If you had a bucket, if you had a Sam's oh gift, if you had a Sam's card you were rich. and you could go buy a bucket of mm -hmm. cry babies, you was like you was like Nino Brown on the block. <laughs> like dead ass, you was Nino Brown. You could dictate anything in the world when I mean, you had a bunch of crybabies. Yeah, everybody wanted them. And then it was lemon sauce. Yep. Lemon and I didn't know nothing about what lemon sauce were. Those were like a thing in like um, oh, Mexicans Mexican households. Yes, Mexicans for me, it was more like that. that was just a way to get some bread. Yeah, or the spicy ones or the lime, limon, all of that was yes, the stuff, man. man. So the crybabies, I used to smush them. I would always smush them in the package and then eat them. Mm. Tongue be raw oh <laughs> from my eating God, so many the raw you right out. Just raw. Couldn't drink no orange juice for like a week. Raw you right on out, too. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now later, I'm trying to think. Cry babies. What else was the big, big candies from back in the day? Oh, do y'all remember the candy cigarettes? The candy cigarettes tasted like trash. Shit, just, we, just had a, clear, we had but... a cigarette machine at Theo's. <laughs> we used to actually go put change Five in that. I can cigarettes. remember my boy Marco, mom, used to have us go to the store. It's funny because you hear comedians say these things, but I actually lived it. My, my, my boy's mom, Marco, used to have me. Her name was Lynn, matter of fact. She would have us go to the store with a note, and she would, she would have us go get her a couple beers and a pack of cigarettes. She smoked cools, and we would go to the store and get her stuff and bring it back with just that note. At, at my, uncle Fry, my Uncle Fry used to do that when we were little. My Uncle mm. Fry would have all the kids get his alcohol, his cigarettes, whatever, and all you needed was a note from an adult. Yeah. They didn't even question it. They would just like read it and hand it over as long as you had the money. How mm. wild is that, y'all? Who remembers this one? Let me hit y'all with this one. Oh my god. 90s, 90s right here. I know Rocky, I know you remember this one. We used to jam to this. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat with six four and parlor. That's 90s right there. That was. The, remember the video? Yes. The video was so 90s. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And yes, Teresa, the kids were very proud to get that graduation certificate Man, from D.A.R.E. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I was not big into D.A.R.E. I, I was like you one were. of those kids that automatically, <laughs> I was one of those kids that had kind of like automatically got like um put into the bad area. Like I was like the bad kid. I, so the only teacher that treated me like a decent dude was like Mr. Mateo. And that's my Aww. fifth grade teacher. I always talk I remember about him. Mr. Yeah, Mateo I... loved me until I brought them crack vials to school that I gotten in New York. <laughs> this was like when crack had first hit fifth grade. I was only, it was like 90, Why? 1990. <laughs> and um, Those are we had cool. went to New York to see my family. And in New York where my family had lived, I've told y'all this, they live right in Bedstock, Brooklyn on Malcolm X and Green, which is like this really bad neighborhood. And I went to behind a house and there was a um, handball court. And anywhere you went in New York at that time, you could find like um, 
little vials of crack. You know, like little vials, they're not the crack in it, but the little vials. Just that the they vials put in that are done. So I was so enamored by this, and like, cause we, you know, this was a time when like New Jack City was out and everything. So I was like, oh, I got these little vials that are straight from New York. Like these are authentic. I took them back home with me and filled them up with like flour, and I took them to work <laughs> or took them to school with me. And another thing Why? I was, I got like mild OCD, so I would clean my desk up real nice on the inside, and I'd have my little wallet with all my coupons in it, because that's what we did back then. We click didn't have coupons, credit cards so or nothing. We, we didn't have like coupons and the fake credit and, like, cards. Yeah, the fake the credit cards one. and dad's old credit cards in there. And I would have all my little stuff, my books, and then I had these little crack what? vials. So you had this clean ass desk. Yeah. And then your little crack vials over here. I had, my little, I had like three <laughs> little crack vials. With baking soda or whatever. Yeah, I had three little crack vials. Yeah. <laughs> and so of course my with my luck and even my luck today the one day that i bring these to fucking school is desk check day oh. so while we're out at recess mr mateo oh. checks the desks to make sure they're all clean and what do i got three clack crack vials and it was a whole big ass fucking deal it was like they brought the principal police and all types freaking of freaking drug sniffing dogs and stuff yeah it was like a big is ass this, like i had to have an intervention type so shit. is this like a is that a thing for boys because when my brother was about probably the same age he took oregano and he put them in the little baggies and he knotted them up and had them in his little backpack mm. i mean well, you know when you a kid, when you a little boy you you idolize certain things and things are just interesting to you and you collect shit that ain't supposed to be collected you know, I like guess, we all just, had a little just hood things yeah, for us. We I all guess. had like a little <laughs> lunchbox that was full of shit we weren't supposed to have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lighters. What's Matt, and- what's Matt Brown <laughs> Lighters and stuff. <laughs> Matt Brown says crack vials all because of underdog. He took the crack out of his ring and got superpowers. Underdog. Oh, is that the? I'm trying to figure. Oh, little underdog. I don't know. I think I think I remember underdog was like the little super superhero dog that. Had the cape. Oh, underdog. Okay. Yeah. I do kind of remember that one. Yeah, I think I remember yes, that. Yes, says Fila Boots were the shit. And thanks to my sister, I had the blue ones and I believe the red ones. Yeah. So I had the blue Fila Boots, the red ones, and then I had my get used overalls that she had all her friends graffiti up. And then, you know, the one strapped down. Oh, yeah. We, we were hip on all That's of that. like early 80s, like Ooh. those times. I mean, I can remember... One of the things I can remember specifically in my neighborhood was whoever had the air conditioning house was where everybody wanted to be at. You know what I'm saying? Like if they had good air conditioning. I know they even had air conditioning. I had air. I had central course, air. Going to Rocky, that, that was the house that yeah, to be in. No, we had central had, air at the crib. I'm trying to think. You know what? It was probably my Uncle Fry. And the my white Uncle boy Fry down the street. The, had stuff like that. the white boy no. down the street had a motorcycle. And that's when I first ever got caught smoking. Like I was like probably 10 years old. And we was out there with the white boy smoking or uh, riding his mount or his ride his uh dirt bike right in the woods that are now like if you ride down Hillcrest on the right like going towards homes yeah, there's a field back yep. there those used to be kind of woods okay and so he was riding back there or he was riding back there I'm sorry and I was sneaking back there I think with my boy Dustin and Dustin Dunkel he's on here a lot he's he's made great of himself he's an army retiree now but we was back there smoking little cigarettes. And uh, this dude that came, we was like, kind of back there with him riding the bikes. He came through and bumped the one of the cigarettes and got burnt by it. And then, of course, he went and told his mom that he got burnt. And there's no way to explain a cigarette burn. Yeah. It looks like a cigarette burn. So then I got Mike trouble. burnt me with the cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, Just got in trouble. Gosh, yeah, my goodness. Triple um, fat goose. Yeah. Oh, triple fats was the shit. That's right. So, so, so. I never had one because like I told you before, if it was a triple fat goose, my dad would give me the double fat chimp or some <laughs> stupid shit. It was like, why is this any different? Dad, it's not a triple fat goose. Why do you, it looks the same, son. And I don't, 
I had Adidas, but they weren't Adidas. They was like the ones from Payless with the four stripes on them. Matter of fact, the only time I ever had like name brand shoes, my Aunt Hilda bought me Jordans. Like she was the one who'd always buy me like oh, the expensive Jordans said or that. something. Made sure that you would get the things you really wanted. Yes, yes. Such a sweet, sweet woman. What Rocky that say? Mike, Mike exposed us <laughs> to everything. <laughs> <laughs> my dad exposed me, Rocky. It's not my fault. It was a it product of my environment. Damn it. I remember the first time I really I got to I talked to my dad about smoking cigarettes one time, and this is a this is a funny story. So me and my dad. My dad always had a couple girlfriends growing up. And I don't think he's I don't think he's ashamed of this fact. And if I'll bring him on one time, we'll talk about this. <laughs> so anyways, when we would go to the one girlfriend's house and her name, I'm not gonna say her name. It's I'll, I'll use a different name. Her name was Sarah. So we would go to Sarah's house and we would have to park. She lived like over by Baker Street. So she lived like on Avon is what the street was called. We would have to park on Mount Hope in Pennsylvania or excuse me, at my home in Pennsylvania, there was like an apartment complex. And then we would walk to Sarah's house, right? <laughs> and I, I remember we was on our way walking from Sarah's house and I, or to Sarah's house. And I said, Dad, why do we got to park over here? And so I'm going to say, I'm going to use Julie as her name. I, she, he said, because of Julie, and I'm like eight. I'm like, so he's like, because if Julia sees my car over at Sarah's house, Wait, she'll break all my windows out of the car. <laughs> and I could not I could not understand why. I'm like, I love both of these people because like, it was like one of those situations. I knew both of these people. I was like, why would why would Julia break the windows out of your car? You're just trying to piece it all together at eight. Yes. Like, why? We're what are walking, you talking we're parking about? over here. We're walking. I don't understand house, the logic of this. We like, have a car. Yeah, we're just visiting. And people are gonna break windows. I don't get so it. So, anyways, on the way on the way to that on the way to that house, I found this cigarette case. Back then, it was like a plastic cigarette case that you put your cigarettes in, you know what I'm saying? And then Oh, I remember those. And so I found it and I was Super like I was cool. like again all enamored with shit I'm not supposed to have cuz it's like a crack vial. Was- I'm like, "Oh, this is so awesome. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this cigarette case. This I- little case you can put cigarettes so in." So what do I say? I want to smoke. Now Sarah <laughs> smokes cigarettes. Sarah smokes I'm cigarettes. So she smokes these long ass little <laughs> menthol lights and I'm like, "I want to smoke." So my dad's like, well, if you can go home and you can smoke a whole pack of cigarettes, then I'll let you smoke. So I'm like nine, ten years old. <laughs> he takes me back. It sounds like a takes me back to her time. house. I, I, she sparks up a cigarette. I take like two puffs of it. I was fucking done. Did you puke? Oh, I was damn near. Oh, just I was done. So I was that was like end of me wanting to ever smoke. My dad used to always let me try it. Like if you think you really want this beer, the first beer I ever had, I was probably nine. And it was a Michelob, and we were at the bowling alley, and I was like, Dad, let me try it, because, again, I'm not supposed to have it, so I got to have it. And so he let me taste the Michelob, and I was done drinking beer. So it was good how he that did shit. That is good, though. That yeah. is how you kind of got to know. Yeah, I wasn't really... No, nah, I did go back to the cigarettes again, but I didn't inhale. I was just puffing it. You know what I'm saying? The first time I ever tasted beer, I came, I was at my grandma's house and I came where all the kids were outside running. We were all hot and sweaty and I came in all out of breath. And my Uncle Fry, again, because Uncle Fry was the one who introduced us to all the bad stuff. He had a glass of beer on the table and he's like, are you thirsty? I'm like, yes. And he's like, here, drink that apple juice right there. I took that and I downed it. It was not apple juice. It was beer. So it was disgusting. You said Baker Street, your old stomach ground. So this is the thing about Baker for me in my life. When I was born... We lived on Mount Hope in Avon, or Mount Hope in Linville, and then I lived there till I was like four or five, I think, and then we moved out to Eaton Rapids for my, uh, it was like kindergarten, first kindergarten year, and then we moved to Bridgeport. But I always had, because of the Sarah that I told you about, I always had this connection to that area, and so I was, oh, I grew up in that area, you know what I'm saying? But I grew up 
um, back in like Baker's here and then Avon. I want to say it's Avon that runs this way. It's it right is. off it's yeah, Avon. Yeah. So it was like I grew up in that area right there. But I, w- I want to ask you, do you remember these people? So I'm going to have to use some names. But Teresa, if you, use first names. Yeah. yeah. So Sandy, um, Angel, uh, Katrina. Katrina would be about your age. Angie and Katrina would be about your age. And Mandy. So three girls and a mom. They lived right on the corner. Teresa, do you remember them? Because that would have been in that, that neighborhood. That neighborhood, that time. Yeah, that yeah, would have been that, that time, that neighborhood. And then Paxton Hogard is the reason why I wanted to race bikes. He lived on the end of the street. He was like what you would think of like the rad kid. You know what I'm saying? Like blonde, <laughs> cool white boy, like kid. cool kid. The one you see in the movie. Yeah, right. Avon runs east and west. Yeah, so okay. that would have been the street. Avon and then like Linville, Bailey. Right there, it was like she lived right in, the, in that, that little area right there. It depends on if it was, yeah, I guess. Was. Yeah. But no, <laughs> I was just wondering if you knew those people, but Angie Cerna. What's her last name? Cerna. I think it was. Or no, it was Barrera. Angie uh, Barrera. Yeah. It was Barrera at the time. Almost. Darn it. <laughs> oh, see, that's the thing. Things like that were so cool back then that would not be cool. Like now, like people aren't cool with that, but the 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 little cases for your joints for your cigarettes oh, like man. lighters that were like engraved that and shit was worse cool, than like, like colorful uh, jewels yo that shit made kids want to smoke bad as hell it I looked have so a damn case. cool oh and then what you do with the case you roll it up in your sleeve right oh roll it up in your sleeve that was the shit back think when about you... it these little you bring out this really pretty silver case and you open it and it's got a little cigarette in there and Everything just looked cool. That was so, so bad for So you. this right here, John, is very important to understand. When I went out to Holt, my dad, when I moved to with my mom for my dad's in sixth, seventh grade, I moved out to Holt. And for like two years, I was out there in school. And um, he's right. Edrews was the spot. Like, that was not the thing for us. That was not the go for it. Like, Gardner, my side of town, like, we didn't go out that far. I don't know why. We just never left out to Edgews or anything like that when I was in middle school until I went out there. But Edgews was like, it was like a whole new world opened up. It was like, oh, shit. Like, this Edgews, they did it. Edgews every Saturday, every Friday and Saturday. It was, but yeah, Saturday 7 was to like 11. Yeah, and everybody went. I mean, it was like people from all over. It was like Edgews was like the Facebook of the 80s and 90s it was the thing to do yeah i lived as far as you could get in lansing from there and i went every friday we didn't so that was the thing like growing up we didn't we just stood on the block it was so far like we had to alternate rides you know how that goes so i had two of my friends that i went with every friday elena and christina and we would have to alternate parents one parent would have to drop us off one parent would pick us up and we'd alternate every weekend and then we still go to edrews now it's still fun. We just went to Edrews like probably a just month few, ago. Yeah, month or maybe a month ago. Before, yeah. before, right, right before this situation, yep. we had went to Edrews. Yep, and it's still fun. It's still Edrews used to have lock-ins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still do. But now we're old, so shit different. You <laughs> no. cannot risk a fall at almost forty years old. Like that shit is like if you feel like glass, if you fall, some shit is definitely gonna break. And it's it's hard, man. Skating is like hard work when you you get a little bit older. Like it's tiring. <laughs> <laughs> I did, John. I did. <laughs> that was that was like ninth grade, though. That was like ninth, tenth grade. Edrew was that spot. That was Ed- actually that was tenth grade, tenth or eleventh grade. Yeah. Edrew was at his middle school, I think, for us was about when it was like at its height. And it's still, I guess, it is still pretty cool for kids nowadays. I don't yeah. know. No, nah, I don't even know what kids do. I know. Day. I don't really know. I know like all the things. I, what I'm Yo, saying. Yo, kids get high earlier. <laughs> earlier, I can remember 
the first time I seen anybody smoke weed was seventh grade. We was walking back from Gardner. We was in the church parking lot right there on Jolly. And one of my best buddies was over there hanging out with some new kids, like some eighth graders, and he sparked up a joint with them. I mean, this was like this was like when Snoop had just came out with Chronic and all of that. And so, or gin and juice, actually. So this was like gin and juice type time. And it was like, I remember thinking like, man, you, that's whack, yo. Like, why is you smoking weed? I was probably like 11, 12. Okay. I remember saying that about like everything about everybody it, like, did was like anything somebody did some weird, some stuff yeah. like that was like yo that's whack. You know I what really saying? wasn't. It wasn't like the thing or cool. The people that did it did it whatever, but it wasn't like a thing. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't something that everybody had. So I've seen this a couple times it was mentioned Thompsons. What is Thompsons, y'all? You have to put it in the comments. Was that Where like a bar? It was earlier somebody mentioned it, and then she, uh, my sisters, uh, me and our older sister used to sneak oh, me into Thompsons. I don't know I what, what Thompsons is. is. I wonder if it's like a bar or something. <laughs> exactly, Rocky. Kids ain't kids no more. Not like we was. And that's a fact. And I, instead of chastising them for it, I really talked to them almost. I have empathy or sympathy for him. Like, you know, that's kind of messed up. Y'all didn't get to live how we live growing up, yo. And I don't know if it's by choice or just by, you know, like what what's going on in the world around them. But man, we grew up great, yo. Like, you if know, you had a dope bike and a couple dollars, like the you world was, living. was yours. Yeah, you could do literally. anything you want to do. Like you could live, yo. Like my so. bike was literally my car. I got everywhere on it, <clears throat> and I used to pick people up. Yeah, you used to pick people up, ride two people on the hand or one on the handlebars, or if you had pegs. I mean, that was just the way to go. You could go across town on your bike. Mm-hmm. People just really don't. Do we that used to anymore. play video games too. Teresa says, uh, "Kids be playing on the Xbox. They need to get outside and do stuff." We used to do. No, I I get it, yo. And that's the thing is, they spend too much time on it. We used to play mm-hmm. video games, but it was like yeah. if everybody stayed the night after we couldn't play outside no more, it was yes. time to try to beat. It was time to try to beat Contra. The video uh, we game was going to all was, try to beat a game together. Yes. Well, the video game was when it got dark out and you had to come in or it was raining outside or it was just too cold to be outside. Because that picture you guys saw, I had a Nintendo in that picture. Mm-hmm. But we weren't playing video games. Like, that was not the thing to do. So, games people play on the South, yo. Games people play was in this little... Um, it's like... It was like... I want to say where it is now. It was in this little... Um, uh, what do you call it? Shopping center on MLK? Mm-hmm. But, yo, we did a, so games people play, me, Marco, I want to say Rocky was involved with this, too. I can't remember, though. Me, Marco, Juan, we was all going to Gardner at that time, did, like, our first, and if Anz was on here, Anz, um, uh, Lopez, Lopez, and Jimenez would have came, too. Okay. But if she she was on here, she could tell you, we did a, a club night there in seventh grade where we, that we had set up with this dude, the dude owned it, to be able to allow us to um play music at the same time of charging the door rent and we promised that everybody if we charge the door rent that the people inside would be able to buy they'd buy coins to play the game okay and so he he'd make his money us, off he the allowed game. us to do that yeah and so we set up a kind of like a bar it was like a club <laughs> night we was in seventh grade i can't make this shit up i swear to god i will bring the people on who can attest to it juan hollins knows this uh, marco webb knows this yo this was like you this guys, was what you guys we did. did that. Seventh grade, we set that up a club dope. at this little arcade in that little thing. That is dope. I'm t- we did. We made little printout flyers. That all dope. that seventh like grade. Like you get the bar, we get the door money. <laughs> Yo, born, born. Oh, he talking about gangs people play was. I'm sorry, that's a different one. He's talking about oh, gangs okay. people play was out like in, on Cedar Street in the little plaza there. That's a different one that I'm talking about. I can't remember what the one I'm talking about was called. But I it was. I know we had car- the caravan. 
um, there was like a ice cream shop right oh, there on okay. MLK. And then, there, and then was right over next there, to though. that was an arcade they opened up for just a little like, while. Think about how yes. that spot is over there right now. GPP was the fight club. Though. <laughs> that shit was. <laughs> the fight club of the South Side. I remember my boy AJ hit this dude and he's gone now so I can say this. But he hit this dude over his head with a pool stick that just dev- mm. I mean this is we was like 15, mm. 16 years old. Fighting. That's fight club shit was for real. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Yep, when the streetlights came on, it was time to go home. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was like everybody's cue. Wasn't no cell phones, nothing. You so that was like eighties, nineties. What about the two thousands? I think Chronic dropped in two thousand, so that was like all just about smoking, getting dapped. That yeah. was all that was. Everybody, yeah. everybody found a weed addiction in the in the nineties, like ninety one. <laughs> Yeah, that blunts became like the thing. It wasn't blunts whatever. though, really. What? That right then it was joints and just get bowls. People were smoking yeah. bowls, bongs and yeah. shit. Yeah, and then it was like then it went to blunts, like more or less like the two thousand Wu Tang and all them kind of brought the Bro. whole blunt situation. Two yeah. thousands were pretty cool too, though. I mean, there was there was some music that was when like boy bands became like a huge thing. Pagers. And, oh my god. We talked about this before, but like pagers was like your lifeline. But before pagers, let's not even get to that yet. Let's talk what, about caller we... ID. <laughs> Call when they brought up caller ID, it changed the game. It did. Angela Jimenez is on. <laughs> Hold on a second. I gotta get her. Hold on, I gotta get her in here. Angela. If you're listening, do you remember the club that me and Marco, I think Jose might have been involved too, and Juan Hollins put together right there on MLK in that little plaza. It was like a arcade, and we did like a club night there in seventh grade. If you remember that, if you remember that comment, I need to know if you remember that. I really hope that. I know for sure, like Tamisha Jenkins. I want to say like Kamisha Goodman. Oh, oh Misha's think, not on either. Yeah, I know, she but I, all of them came. Everybody, everybody from Gardner came to that shit, yo. It was crazy. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. John says nasty ass tree. We thought was fire. That's basically about it back then. On three way calling, yo. People used to get hemmed the fuck up off a of three way calling. Yes, that was our version of screenshotting. So yes. now you get screenshotted. Back then, you'd be like, oh, so that's how you feel. And no, hang up it the wasn't phone. like that. What somebody would say is they listen to your whole shit. Yeah. And like. Just so you know, I'm on here. And be like, oh shit! Be like, oh. yeah. Or somebody would call you like, did you know this happened? And how do you feel about that? And da da da. And you'd just be talking smack, and then all of a sudden they're like, I've been on the whole time. Ah, Trini says caller ID ruined my life. Couldn't be <laughs> oh my gosh, <That's> funny. <laughs> you had to be able to push star six seven. That star six seven you. was the game changer. Star, when they brought caller ID, they brought star six seven at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was right there, bang. They and then did. Star Six Nine, you would jump somebody. They are fucking around. You Star Six Nine, they ask to call them back. Call back. They're like, mm-hmm. they're like oh you know God. what? The trick to that was though, you could never do it right then. You always had to wait because if you called them right back, they know it's you. Yeah, you so had you to wait would a just wait. But you, you had, to, you had hope to hope that nobody, nobody called you again. <laughs> yes, but you had to hope nobody called you again. But why do we I would that? always wait like like four or five minutes, then hit them back. No, I had to give it time because they would think if I called them right back, they wouldn't answer. I wouldn't get what I want. But then sometimes their parents would have an answer machine. So you'd be like, ah, uh, I got your ass. Then you'd know who it was. Mm-hmm. That's even But better. you know that three-way call, you always could tell somebody had you on three-way because they always call like, what you doing? You'd be like, nothing was good. Nothing, but- Man, you remember that one situation like- we was talking about, dog, and you had said, oh, hell, I ain't said shit. Don't like, call. I don't remember. I, that's I when know. you immediately get to be like, you know what, bro? I really don't even remember that. One one six seven, I believe, what was, was one... how you use the rotary 
Oh, six, okay. I remember the star if six, I remember seven. That. If star I remember six, that correctly. seven. Star six, nine was Look, the Look, Ann said, yes, I remember. <laughs> what did we, I can't remember what we called yeah, what that. Yeah, like, what was the Nobody name of it? Nobody can remember Do you the remember name. we did flyers for it? We had, um, yes, so there's, <laughs> look, 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 yes, I knew a story would come out. I knew a story would come out. Angie, Angie Lopez hyperventilated at the little club, if I remember correctly. I'm pretty yeah. sure they called the ambulance. We was in seventh grade. <laughs> Yo, we was in seventh grade and we it was crazy. Oh How was we even out that late, Angie? I don't I don't even understand. It was in seventh what grade. What time was it? Like, how could that have been a thing? <laughs> so Teresa says the black and tan. I remember that only That's because on my, my people went to it, like Cedar, the older people right? in my life went to it. It was like downtown. I think on Washington. Oh, was Grand. it? Okay. It was like on one of them areas. So what was the club that's now on South Cedar? It's the, it's the it was the venue for a while. What is it now? The where? The one across from the Speedway, right there on Cedar. Oh, by yeah, what was the was a, what was it originally? Oh, it was called though? the Golden Globe or the Globe. It was the Globe. The Globe. Okay. Because yeah. I vaguely remember that from way back in the day with like our people when they were younger. So Logan Square. I John says Logan Square. I grew up in Logan Square, basically. And back in the day, Logan Square had Holden Reed. Mm -hmm. It had Kroger's was in Logan Square then. Um, what else was in there? It was like a Chinese restaurant, PX store where you, like back then Before it was like, I wanted to be a ninja when I was like 10 years old. So you could go there. They had ninja suits you could buy. They had size, throwing stars, samurai swords, what? anything. Now it's like the PX store is more or less like where people go to get army shit. Yeah, it's like gear yeah gear yeah. like stuff like that so but... i would go in there to like get all of that stuff you know what i'm saying they had like holden reed had like all the shoes and clothes mm, and you know, holden okay. reed was i couldn't like remember that. what holden reed was big lots was in there Logan square was the shit back in the oh, day like God, it was it was, cool. it was better than a mall like yeah. literally you could go there and find everything it was nice it was beautiful like yeah. it's crazy the only how thing it is that now. i can think about right now that's still in logan square that was back then is subway that's it that's all I could think about this in there. That's lasted yeah. like the original Hollywood video. When oh they moved gosh. all, when they moved Kroger's across the street to Homes and MLK, Hollywood video opened up in that little plaza right where the villa is now. <clears throat> yeah, Hollywood video was the first place that had dollar like dollar that was a rentals. Game changer. Yeah, ninety nine cent rentals and it was mm -hmm. ridiculous up in there. Oh, but then you always had a late dude. fee. You had to negotiate. They would negotiate with you. Don't they let would. you do a little bit on it. But real talk, like Hollywood video, Blockbuster, all that, like back in our times, like you can't even imagine. People can't imagine. You just stream anything on your phone, on your computer, on your TV. You got fire sticks. You got all this stuff. Like we literally, if you wanted stuff like that, had to physically go to a store, apply for like a card, mm -hmm. fill it out mm -hmm. and rent things. Like... Oh. What happened to oh this is I'm so glad you said oh this. Oh my summer. god. Summer. There's not even a such thing as teen night anymore. None. They remember shut it that down. 17 and under teen nights at Sparties? Yeah. I want to say Silver Dollar had Silver one Dollar for a did. second. They did for a while. Oh, uh the one out in East Lansing. One in East Lansing. It was I can't remember what that was called. Something I think planet. said it up here. Small planet. Small planet. Yep, small planet. Yep. That was, there was in like two the in East Lansing, wasn't there? Sparties. Yep, Sparties the, was yep. the shit. People Sparties used to get their head the beat in that Sparties too. <laughs> Anytime, so I can't even say this new generation any different other than they shoot. But even back then, if they had a team night, somebody was getting beat up. Like that was the, it was for sure gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, uh, Rocky, was... yes, I do remember, bro. Rocky says, remember when they was building Kroger's <sighs> and used to ride bikes through the, the building? Hell yes, I remember that, yo. 
I that remember that. It was the USA Cafe. That's the one I was talking about. USA Lansing. Cafe. USA was Cafe. Yep. yep. That's the one I was talking about. I remember yeah. that one. That's when we used to dance. So we were always like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, Teen Night was. Do you imagine? This was a real club. This was just a normal, regular yeah, a bar, bar, real club. It was bar. a bar. All of these were, though, and, and like a certain night, you got the to go The Fun in. House. Thank you, Ange. I appreciate it. Yes, that's what it was called, the arcade. It was the Fun House. Ange, got, she's like, I'm calling Ange to ask the name. One sec. I yes. love that y'all got that. The we, Fun House. I feel like we've been trying to, you were trying to remember that for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That is- <laughs> Yo, man, great time. It times. used to go Yo, down. Yes. Southside. So I'll be trying to tell people, man, I ain't always been this dude. I, I mean, I shouldn't say this dude, like. I grew up right there on the South, like living it, all of it, did it all. <laughs> we It was the best times in, in my life, like period, like point blank. I grew up on the South side, Bridgeport, moved over to Hillcrest, MLK, did stints on Baker in that area and in, in that area over there. I mean, just all of those neighborhoods just meant so much to me growing up. Yo. <laughs> They're just so yeah, fun. Yeah, just I just I can remember. I ride through those neighborhoods now, and I just remember all the little areas. It just brings I was just telling memories. you that when we was riding down. We was riding down. I can't Linville or whatever it was, and there was this. There was this house right on the corner of. I want to say Linville. I can't think of the other street. This parts like Linville and maybe Bailey, that area right there, and there's like a duplex there. And when I was a kid, back in the same times about the cigarette shit, there was a kid that got, there, not kid, but there was two people that got killed in there and they found them in the house. Yeah, we and rode so by there you, and you pointed that, yeah, you remember the house. I remember that whole situation. Because you never forget something like that. Nah. Like they found you dead bodies in you that, that young, you remember yeah. like nobody wanted to in ride past side. that house at night. You know, you didn't want to ride past because they found two dead bodies in there. It was just scary. Yeah, Maybe it was haunted like scary a little bit. as hell. Uh, like, yo, what the hell? Rocky put something in here. I wanted, I, it, it's down, it's up there. But he said, going to the mall to get numbers. No. <laughs> Do you remember how that oh, was? Going oh, to the yes, mall to girls. get numbers? Yes, oh yes, my yes. gosh. Like that just doesn't happen. The mall's mm-hmm. like a dying business, but like the mall was the place to be on like a Saturday. And, mm-hmm. and then everybody would go to the food court yeah. and you would just walk around. Yeah. They don't even allow it no more. They call it loitering. Yeah, it's loitering. <laughs> but that's because they don't know how to act. You go out there and I fight. Know. And I ain't saying we don't fight. We just didn't do shit in front of parents and grown-ups, yo. Yeah. So we was going to fight. It was like, let's lot. go out to the parking yeah. lot behind some woods yep. or something. We're going to fight. It was always like, meet me in the woods then, chunk. Yeah, or me behind me the building. Meet me at the school at Dead Man's Park. Then we're going to fight over there. Or meet me in Risedale. We're going to fight over here. Because we, we didn't want to get kicked out of the mall. Nah, you don't want to get kicked out of nothing. You definitely didn't want to go home to your parents. Because I don't care how hood your parents was. They was beating your ass when yep. you got home. Let, and that's the difference. Yep. Now parents want to be friends with their kids. Back then, your parents will beat your ass. Let me get kicked out of and the And then send you to the store to get their liquor and their <laughs> they cigarettes and shit. And they rolling papers. For real, though. Let me get kicked out of the mall. I, I'm getting my ass whooped. You know? Like, that's just not going to happen. And, and not you got to take off the table. You're killing us. Not to mention, like, kids go to the mall nowadays literally to fight. Like literally, like let's meet up at the mall and fight. I'm like, no, we didn't. People, we didn't want to get kicked out of the some mall. Some people on here may remember this, but this is before my time. Never smoked. He said never smoked, smoked. But in 1983, I rocked a pair of Jingle Boots for real. Does anybody know what Jingle yeah, Boots are? Just, this might hit some of y'all right in the right them. in the fields. Yeah, this might hit some of y'all right in the field. The Jingle Maybe Boots. Out. Jingle Boots. So we'll have to. We'll see if we can get one. One. Um. Like Angela, a description. I was asking there. Angela about. Um, the fun house she said I called Ann she knew oh, of course I know Ann does of course too Ann always reminds me of stuff she's like don't you remember when 
man. I love and it. I always, I always do. Me and Angela, like me and Angela used to talk on the phone all day. Not this Angela, Angela Lopez. <laughs> we used to talk on the phone all day long. Talking man, on the that phone. That was like though. one of my best friends back in the day. But yo. do you remember just doing that? Yes. Literally with your friends. You yes. Would, you could literally sit there and you would do other things or whatever, but you would just be sitting there talking on the phone with your friends for hours at yeah. a time, watching TV shows together. I used to watch TV shows with my friends on the on on the phone. Yeah. That used to be so fun. Yeah. Oh, I miss all of that. Exactly. We was low key with no cell phones. Yep. There wasn't no cell phones. Yeah. You had to like plan stuff out. You had to actually do some work, some planning, physically be present with each other. Oh my gosh. I was really fortunate because I had all my cousins that lived in the neighborhood too. So all my cousins lived in the neighborhood. My best friend lived right up the street. You know, like I had everybody live right there. So it was awesome. That was dope. That's, them times are kind of gone now too. It's yeah, not it's really different. a neighborhood situation. It's different. Oh, the Jodeci Jodeci boots. boots. I'm telling you. Who so was my sixth those? grade year, the Lansing Country Club came through Gardner and was asking everybody if they wanted to go caddy. So this mm. is how I got my Jodeci boots. They're like, anybody that wants to caddy, you can come and go caddy, but you got to dress this certain way. So I talked my dad into going and buying me some clothes so I could go caddy. But then I had to have shoes to go with it. So I got my Jodeci boots that way. Because I was like, they got to be like, you got to be able to shine them, dad. You know what I'm saying? That's how I got my Jodeci boots was rocking like that. Okay. I had to put the word in. Okay. Man, making your own mixtapes yes. off the radio. Uh, 11, 80, 13, 20. Yeah. Do you know how much effort that, that took mm-hmm. to make a mixtape? Yeah, absolutely. And, but part of the fun when you did make the mixtape is taking that little paper and writing down all the songs, like number one, two, three, four. Like, we used to do it up. Yo, I had this girl that I was like deadly. Dead, I don't even know why, but like, I was like a sucker for girls when I was a little kid. <laughs> and there was this girl lived down the street. I want to think her name was Tanya. I can't remember really, but she lived right on Hillcrest. And um, her parents didn't like black people. So they wouldn't let me like be her girl, her boyfriend or anything. So we would that like was, sneak. We would walk home from school together. Then when we get to the end of the block, she would have to go and I'll have to leave. But I, like so I went and made her this. I made her this like little lunchbox with like a bunch of like little stuff in it. And I wrote like a note in it and I gave her like these little, you know, things that were endearing to me, like cards. And, oh like, my God. Yeah. That so I did so all of this sweet. stuff and then I left it for her and I told her on my way home, I was like, if you go back in this backyard, I left And then you room. hit it so yeah, she could I go find it. it. Okay, so This is before I got hurt. <laughs> See how good of a guy I could have been if you women hadn't hurt me. <laughs> I was about to say I didn't get no damn lunchbox nah, with a whole bunch of trinkets in it. I tried to be I tried to be Do y'all remember that though? Like I know the girls, like that's those are the things that boys did when they liked you. They would make you mix tapes. You remember that? Or they would buy you like a flower. Remember when Valentine's rolled around? Or they would make you something, write you a poem or like write song lyrics down and leave it as a note in your locker. Like these are all things like the effort that was put in. It wasn't like come through, yo. Yo, like, I'm pretty sure was- <laughs> I'm pretty sure I probably have two or three time capsules buried in my backyard on Hillcrest. So if anybody you wants to, to know the those. house that I lived in on Hillcrest. Type in your type in your Google search fourteen fifteen Hillcrest. Yes. It's a big yellow house and it looks it's the same color. They didn't the people that live in it haven't done anything. Wait, are they to metal? It, would they be metal? Metal. Like what you put it oh, in. Oh yeah. They would have been like metal boxes. Ooh. Like I always had like that I always had like awesome. these little lunch boxes or these little I would always have these like little boxes I that I would push one. stuff in and I would always bury it around in my backyard. I would, I would but I'm telling you right one. now, there's guaranteed at least three Time capsule boxes in my backyard. I have no idea where they're, where they're buried at. I have to tear the whole backyard up. Then I'm like, oh, shit, I buried it in the front yard. Sorry. 
go to the front yard and bury. I don't remember where I buried him at. <laughs> But there would just be no there. way to find it. Yeah. Yes, Rocky, you had to make the tape perfect. You had to stop it before the DJ came oh, on. So on. It, it was like anxiety. You had to be like, oh, hurry Wait up. Wait a minute. Burger King with the big fish tank at the Lansing Mall. I don't yes. remember that one. Hell yeah. Yo, so the food court Hold at the Lansing Mall was like, like it was like the Trump Taj Mahal back then. It was, it was like crazy. They had, had everything. Fountains you could throw coins in. Who it remembers? Did. Hold on. Who remembers the woman? Barefooted in the dress, playing the guitar in the Lansing Mall, the big, the the big statue. As soon as you walk no, in, no, I don't remember. You that. don't remember that? No. Who I remembers remember the that. woman in the dress playing the guitar, barefooted in the Lansing Mall? Who remembers that? I don't remember that. Do y'all remember that? Yes. I remember the fountain. I guarantee. I remember the big ass food court. I don't remember the fish tank though, but I don't yeah, remember the fish that. Fish tank was dope. I think Burger King was like where Olga's is now. I want to think. Burger okay, King was where so Olga's over is. Here, well, like oh, I don't know if side. Olga's even still there. I ain't been to the mall in so long, but when is the last time we've been to the oh, mall? Oh, you know what totally else you could do at the mall? Smoke cigarettes in the mall. You don't remember that? I do remember that. Now that I think about it, because people would be smoking in like the the they had food ashtrays court. everywhere. Yep. You could smoke everywhere, though. Do you you guys remember that? You could smoke. Look, John just everywhere. said it. I just told you. Yep, used to be able to John smoke cigs said in that it. mall. Used to be able to smoke cigs in that mall. Yes, you could That's smoke so... cigarettes in the Lansing Mall. What a weird concept. For a concept. long time, you could smoke cigarettes in the Lansing Mall. That wasn't nothing. They they didn't get rid of that way back then. They got rid of that like in probably like 2000s. And I feel like because it felt almost like you were kind of outside, it was like, you know what I mean? You weren't, it wasn't like an it enclosed super. No, it wasn't. You could smoke cigarettes but... in front of a baby. Why you yeah. was holding? Why you, you could was smoke cigarettes next in the restaurant? Somebody taking oxygen? They didn't yeah. care. You could smoke cigarettes in restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Just what? Two thousand seven, mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. You could Before smoke cigarettes. It... You say, hey, when you walk in, this is something that may be ancient to some people, and it may be ancient only because you ain't thinking about it. But also, some people never was old enough to realize the situation. When you walk into some place to eat, like Applebee's, you would say, non-smoking, please, or smoking section, please. And then you would get your seat over there, the smoking section, and be able to smoke cigarette after cigarette or whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. Or you go to the non-smoking section and be mad as hell because it's not like could... that shit is ventilated. All no, you it don't matter which it. section I'm in, I'm gonna smell your smoke. That's what I was gonna say. That was you. not that long ago. No, it wasn't because we literally had to ban smoking, like in Michigan. That was it... in like 2012, 13. It was, I want to say... 2012? No, it was... Yes, it was. It was when I quit smoking. It It was like the same time that I quit smoking. They started making everybody go outside. So I was like, this works out perfect. Yeah. And the thing is, for a a long time, you could still smoke in bars and restaurants. So you, even after they banned it in other places, you could still smoke in restaurants for a long time. But when they took cigarettes out the bar, it was like, oh, this shit is game changing. People were like, everybody like, fuck this, I'm quitting smoking. I'm not never going to the bar no more. Nah, y'all, it's just going to sit outside and freeze and smoke. That's what you're going to do. They didn't. She said, Nate said, y'all old. I said, we old. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> it ain't just me. That's <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Yes. Here you go. <laughs> I don't remember that, y'all. Does anybody? Re- this was at the Lansing Mall. This I was know. forever. Oh, my gosh, y'all. The tile. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Look at the tile on everywhere. Do y'all oh remember this? Gosh. Somebody please tell me y'all remember this lady. I so was that at the very, that's the main entrance right there? Yes, that's the main entrance, the east. It's like the, what would that be? The south entrance. Okay. It's like the main entrance. Everybody main entrance comes in comes right in here and you walk in and this lady was here. Wow. Yes. 
oh my gosh, I remember how there always used to be all the plants in the middle. Do you remember that? They're yeah, everywhere. There was the always big plants, big plants trees, in the middle. And there was trees, all of that. The Lansing Mall used to be so different. Yeah. So Rocky says, nope, it was 2002. Was it 2002 was they it? banned it? Was okay. it that? Was it that? Yeah, it might have been. It might have been. I don't feel like it, though. I don't feel like it was that long ago. I don't know. Ago. I'm about to look it up, though, because I really That's do. That's like. And maybe it was yeah. Like, she was, Rocky says she was there forever. Yeah, that lady was there, man. I remember specifically. I always had a little thing. I can't remember, remember since I was. I, Michigan smoking ban came into effect on May first, two thousand ten. Two thousand ten, yeah, in that's, Michigan. That's what I thought. Okay. Because I wow. quit smoking in two thousand twelve, and it and I was almost like it worked out because I quit. And I'm that like, now is you can't crazy. Smoke anywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, he might be saying two thousand two was when you couldn't smoke in the mall. Oh, that, okay. That okay, sounds okay. about right too. And that band, yeah, it, it the bands really started in like two thousand seven on up. That's not that long ago. Like you could literally still smoke everywhere. Yeah. That's nuts. I do not remember that statue. Life. Everybody's like she was there forever. I don't remember that one. Right, life, huh. yo. Man, it was great times, man. So that was like, the mall was like, for me, to be honest with you, because my dad didn't buy me stuff like that because he bought me $400 bikes. So he didn't buy me clothes or give me money to go buy clothes. <laughs> I always had to like figure it out. And then I know Rocky, I know you remember this. Uh, Athletes Connection. That was on the corner of Kavanaugh MLK. Still, that's where we got all our, that's like we got our shoes there. Unless you was lucky enough to get the Foot Locker or whatever, but you got your shoes That's there. You, South got you got your snap hat, your snapback hats, your uh, your uh, starter jackets, mm-hmm. all of that. So what did what starter jacket did everybody have? Because I know a lot of people had their starter. So jacket. again, my dad didn't ever get me the one oh. I wanted. So wait, guess, when, when did you want? I, let me guess. I wanted a Lakers. Of course, one. I knew I was it. A Lakers, Lakers fan. You wanted so, the Lakers. What did you get? So I'm gonna tell y'all this story. This is this is. <laughs> I got I got I got lightweight bullied in like sixth grade because of this coat my dad bought. Me. <laughs> so my dad bought me this starter jacket, but it was like the starter jacket they had at Burlington Coat Factory, whichever one. It was just a starter jacket. He didn't really care what team it was. He bought me an Indiana Hoosier starter jacket, <laughs> and it was red. And this is like just when gangbanging is starting in the city. So oh it was a red starter jacket that All had red. the Indian. No, but if you guys know the Indiana Hoosiers, it's an I with a U, right? Okay. And it looks like a forks up. <gasps> and it was a red jacket. Now, we all know that the, the, the forks up is blue and then, you know, forks down is red. So oh my gosh. And both, it was red. both gangs was mad at me in sixth like, what, grade. What do you think you're doing, kid? Yeah, both gangs was mad at me in sixth grade because my dad wouldn't buy me the damn starter jacket that I freaking wanted. Do you think maybe it was because that one was on sale? It or was. Something? It's always <laughs> like you said you want a starter jacket. So I, I said, but dad, you I wanted starter. a Lakers starter jacket. But yeah, but this is a starter jacket. <laughs> so if I'm like, Dad, I want the I want the shoes with the three stripes, shell toe Adidas. He'll get me uh, shoes with four stripes because they have stripes. Why do you care if they got three or four? It's still the same thing. Dad, it's not the same thing. That You're going to get me laughed at. Them shoes I could slide on concrete with. And I really, <laughs> I literally remember I had I'm black. Done. It was black I'm shell done. toes my dad got from Payless. <laughs> and done. I took them outside and I ran. This was like fifth grade. I took them out. I would never wear them to school. I would just wear them around the oh, like, okay. I, Yeah, I always had my one pair of shoes. They got enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I I took these shoes out in front of my house on Hillcrest and I would take off running and I would stop and skid on these shoes. That's how plastic <laughs> the bottoms were. Kids don't know that problem no more. You can buy a pair of Nikes, a dope pair of Nikes for 20 bucks now. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real. Ten dollars. I mean, go, now back then though. Yeah, back no. then it wasn't no. You wasn't no option. They were so, gonna like, like look and feel off. Yeah, now fake. fake shoes feel. Fa- now I shouldn't say now. Then fake shoes felt fake. They felt fake. Like they they had weren't plastic. made of real. It's like dog. What would what what would it <laughs> have took? Was... What would it have took for you to put some fucking rubber on the bottom of these shoes? <laughs> no, it's like the seriously, the like you had to make plastic. them plastic, my guy. Like you couldn't just put a little bit of rubber on there. Someone got to bust my ass in gym the class. The sole was like Tupperware. <laughs> Yo, it was. It was like Tupperware, I'm but joking. like it was like Tupperware with grease on it. <laughs> and they would leave shit. They would yeah. leave plastic behind too when you walk. Oh. Oh my God. So if you have black bottoms, you will leave. I remember I used to wear my cleats. <sighs> I used to wear my cleats to real. People used to, people were like, why are you wearing your cleats to school? So they put a rule out. Because I'm cool. They put a rule out. You can't wear your cleats to school or anything that has a hard black bottom because I would run through the hallway and, and skid leave them black marks. And leave them black marks. Mm-hmm. I was You're always, yeah, I was, I was just an adventurous young man. So the starter jackets, John said he had a gaiters. Rocky said he had lions and Phoenix Suns. Him and Marco got theirs together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember that. I swear okay. I remember that. Yeah. Um, Ange said Nate had Charlotte Hornets. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, Charlotte was a good one. Yeah. It's always, that it purple? was those was ones. It was purple, purple and green. Okay, I remember that one. Yeah. That was good. So... It and was always those ones I was going to say, I, my sister had a Raiders. I remember that because I wanted yep, it so bad. Raiders wanted. I wanted that one yep. bad. And LA I, gear. And baby. my ass had in the state of the, or in the city of the Michigan State Spartans. <laughs> hold on. This Wait, is, hold now on, think about it. Have. Let me give you all the reasons why this is messed up. <laughs> the state of the Michigan State Spartans, the city of the Michigan State Spartans, right? Big yep. 10 team. Yeah. Vice Lords and GDs are just now finding themselves in trying to kill each other. And here I got a damn red Indiana Hoosiers forks up forks up red coat. And I have no idea what the hell's going on. I, I that was my life. I'm pretty because sure my I had dad didn't want to spend the extra ten dollars. Oh, you think that's funny? Hirachis. Nike Hirachis came out and I wanted a pair of Nike Hirachis. My cousin came from New York City, Bedstuy, Brooklyn, like I told y'all about to live with us. His name was Cedric. Love Cedric to death. He came with all the Wu-Tang style. He had it all together. He had the black and gray Nike Hirachis, the first ones that ever came out. So I'm begging my dad for these Hirachis. Dad, can I please I get those. a pair? Now, mind you, I'm a kid, so they didn't really have kid sizes and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, back, back then, then they didn't. So we, my dad's like, all right, what's his go-to place? Burlington Co-Factory, <laughs> right? Because they sell things cheaper. So we they go to Burlington. I, I can't make this shit up. We go to Burlington Co-Factory to find mm-hmm. me these Nike Air Hirachis. We get out here. They have a pair. Oh, my God. But that's shocking. But I'm like a size seven at the time. This is the thing. I remember this. They're Hirachis, Michael. Just get them. But they're size 10. And what what size did you wear? A seven. They're a size 10. And not only are they a size 10, they're purple and green and white and blue. Oh, my gosh. But so you my not, you bought them? Hell yeah! I packed some socks in the front of them shits, and I had my Nike Hirachis <laughs> on. Boy, what you mean? I had me some Hirachis. I swear to God, my dad paid like thirty bucks I for need, them. Like I need you to find. They pictures was three of sizes things. too big. I I need pictures. Of, so Yo, when you walk, do they crease? Like they no, nah, because I threw socks in the oh, front. I would, the I would wear there. like four pair of socks, <laughs> and then I would pound some socks in the mitt in the front of it. But the <laughs> thing is, I was only like five four maybe at the time. I'm like eleven. I'm like 5'4", and I got on size 10 Hirachis, 
Oh my gosh. So no matter I'm if I can, I swear on, God, right. yo, on life this happened. That is not This was right. my dad. My dad would never buy me the thing that I wanted. I it was need like, pictures I'm going to get you what you want, but it's not going to be what you want. It's <laughs> going to be like, that's right, Rocky. It's going to be like something similar. Big Mike said, you'll grow into them. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that is what our parents went. You'll, yep. you'll grow into yep. them. You'll grow into them. I did rock, yes, John, the LA gear. Yes, I rocked LA, oh, LA gear. gear I, yeah. I rocked BK. I rocked K oh, British Knights was the British shit. British Knights were the shit. Who remembers the Nutty Boys growing up? The Nutty oh, Boys yeah. gang. They, they used to wear New Balance. New so Balance. then if you wore a New Balance, you'd be a Southside cat, had no idea what New what the Nutty Boys was because they was like a West Side gang. You would have no idea wearing some New Balance get your ass toe out the frame because <laughs> you, you were wearing Nutty some, Boys. like, what is y'all talking about? <laughs> Hold on, another one, another gang I can remember growing up was the yeah. Banana Boat Gang. I don't remember that. The Banana Boat Gang here in Lansing. <laughs> it was called the Banana Boat Gang. Why? Who remembers the Banana Boat Gang and the Nutty Boys? I know y'all gonna remember Oh them. my gosh. That's, That's before hilarious. like the Vice Lords and the GDs became very prominent in like middle like, school. Re- the real gangs became yeah, prominent. That, be- that, was, that was like the that. local stuff. That yeah. is my hilarious. Sisters, my sisters were Vice Lords. So that's, that's that story that I told you about, uh, the 15 year old story, or when they turned 15, 16, and they had that party at my house, it was like a Vice Lord party. So all the Vice Lords came through the crib. That was my first introduction to real gangsters. And one of the <laughs> one of the people, like on my big brother now, Banana Bow Posse, yeah. One of my big brother now, Timothy's dad, mm-hmm. Eight Ball. That was my first introduction to the Vice Lords was back then, Eight Ball. He went away shortly after that for a very long time. But that was my first introduction to the whole gang thing. I feel like that's, it's so crazy. But back in those days. I was like 10, 11 years old. No, I was about to say that back in those days, like everybody you kind of knew. Like I remember my cousin coming down from Texas and and living with us for a little bit. And probably because he was in a pretty prominent gang in Texas, like a real one. He says the Northside Knights. I don't remember that. I thought who I thought my that's sister, Nate, my Nate sister put that in there. Yep. Oh, did she? NSK. Yeah, I don't remember that. <laughs> See, that's how you know that back in the day we was worlds apart. We if you were. lived on one side north of town, east side. if you lived on the north side, you yeah. didn't know unless you had family that you went over there to visit. You didn't go. Which my whole family lived on the south side, so I never went to visit nowhere yeah. else. I never went nowhere else in the city of Lansing. Yeah. Everybody was in the south. I didn't know I anybody on the north. That. My first experience with the north side of Lansing was when I had to move up there. Mm, and you moved to the like yeah i lived like on the westbury road boondock north like yeah westbury road. nothing was happening nothing was happening <laughs> but you would see it tagged nsk everywhere and all that nsk all that. no i do maybe yeah. i do but i don't at this moment it, pro- it wouldn't have been prominent though because people stayed like in their area yeah they i don't 50, the 50 south roll. side really did 50 50 rollers i remember them too that they was like crazy. we cool with everybody y'all <laughs> we 50 50 this we 50 part of this one and we over here too like we everything but no i don't i don't remember yeah and the thing is growing up like when i i can remember very early on um at gardner it wasn't really gangs so much it was some gangs it was a couple of little gds and, and kids of vice lord i remember carlos speed i remember i almost want to think he was like the only vice lord at our age in that time carlos speed and he used to get into it all the time with everybody because it was all gds type um but uh, I remember more or less what I was involved with at that time and that age. I was like more into wanting to be a part of the um, 
the the fraternities that would come through. Mm, like we had okay. Kappa Omegas. Okay. They would like they would do like steps and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like stepping Coming and everything like that. Yeah, that was more like stuff. I was a good kid. <laughs> I wasn't no badass. Apparently, until I was I got bad because I wanted to be in a gang. Nah, I, I told <laughs> I you had I had that, my first. I had that gang life. <laughs> I had my first experience with like some real real vice lords <laughs> at like 11, 12. and of course I was and I was like. In all of them, but that's in that probably situation. because you were in like the real life, new real gangsters, or whatever. We were just like faking it, like fake loving it, like it was cool, you know. It wasn't nothing real for for. He a lot says of the NSK was on state on the state streets. Mm. Oh, like Milwaukee. Well, I know what you're talking about. Like, uh, oh, uh, what's yeah, the yeah. Indiana, Illinois, Illinois Autumn yep. Street? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I got Straight you. North, sorry. Yeah, that was way out of my way. I remember, yeah, but see, like going up though, like <laughs> as you got a little older, you had like the Penn Street. I think it was like Penn. What they call themselves? Penn and Ave, GDs that. or something like that. I don't remember. It was a that. whole lot there, of crazy. It like cropped up big time. Yeah, everybody want. Everybody was a part of the gang for me. I can. Rocky second, says yes, I didn't. I know, can second that. Rocky says I didn't know where the airport was. Uh, I didn't know where the airport was until I started driving. Dog, I didn't even. That's what I'm saying. Like we had back an airport? in them days, like when you're a kid, we, we have didn't an airport? go nowhere. <laughs> and the only time I went outside of my little neighborhood, kind of, you know, in, within Lansing, because I, I traveled a lot when I was younger. But I'm saying, like within Lansing, the only time I really traveled outside of my neighborhood was to like go to one person's house right here. And you only went to that. Yeah, I didn't see what was house. around there. Like I never even seen the Sexton High School until I went there for my first day of school. Yeah. Ninth grade. That's a fact. Until I, I moved to the South Side at, in high school. Prior to that, we lived on the East Side. The only time you went to the South Side was to visit Aunt So-and-So or Uncle So-and-So that lived there. You went to that house. That was it. Because every side of town had everything that you needed in that area so like yeah people really didn't go anywhere it's else crazy man you had your shopping malls because like on the east side frandor used to be really big like frandor used to look a lot different and it had a lot of bigger oh, stores like you could go downstairs in frandor yes you there was a downstairs that? in frandor we spent a lot of time at frandor because that was literally like a mall like it's all weird now but back then it was it's a mall. not weird now it's just a shopping center now yeah but before it was it was like it an was a mall. mall yep really all the way up until i can remember being up i remember we might have been 20, 21, and yeah. we went out there to sell knives. You don't remember that? Oh, um, we wait. did that. It was like down in the oh basement. Oh my gosh! And we went down no. there, and they gave us like that. It was a cut coat knife. We didn't thing. know. We got bamboozled. Yeah, y'all. we didn't know no we better. Didn't know. We didn't buy them though. But no. I mean, we were like down there for the whole thing. Yeah, like they did like the presentation, the cut coat thing. Yo, he said pinball oh, piece was in Frandor. Y'all got me with that. See, that's why y'all North Side East Siders know different shit. <laughs> I don't know that there was a pinball piece in Frandor. Oh my God! Was it pinball pizza or was it just an arcade though? Was it an actual pinball pizza? I don't remember that because I, don't I do. That. But I never went to Frandor ever. Okay. I don't think I went to Frandor till I was grown. Yes, because they moved out to East Lansing, didn't they? I don't remember that. I remember. <laughs> oh yeah, Latin Kings and all that too. That What's was heavy. Say? I remember him telling about GGDs <laughs> and Latin Kings teaching me. <laughs> She's talking about Freddie from Chicago. Yep. That why was that such like Who a prominent Freddy? thing? Freddie, what's his last name? You're not talking about Fred T. Nash. No, 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 uh, no. Mm-mm. Um, I don't I can't remember his last name, but no. I know we got to we've dropping too many names. We got chill. Yeah. This is gonna turn into a snitch session. I know, right? I don't know no gang members. <laughs> an actual Pete's. Yep. You're right, Nate. I do remember that. It okay, so they had it in both spots and they took it out, they pulled it out of the friend or one. Um, 
yes pinball pete's was there because everybody did used to go there that is crazy yep it was that rocky said it was pinball pete's mm-hmm. Frandor used to be up on that too i'm telling you it's crazy man yo i mean just all the times yo yeah wow. it's just different i like, got hit by a car three times when i was a kid <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i mean who who could say that i got hit by a car and lived three times I've never been hit by a car. So the first time I got hit by a car, I was about three (laughs) years old, four years old, and my mom left me in the stroller behind a car, but she didn't know that that car obviously was occupied and they was going to back out and leave. And they didn't. But they rolled me over. They rolled my right arm over, and I still actually have uh, like abrasions on my arm from that. And I can remember being, yeah, I can remember being in the hospital and looking up at the bright light that was over me. And then they had, like, they gave me a little bear. And I remember that. That was the first time I got hit by a car. Oh, my gosh. And then the second time I got hit by a car, I was coming home from Rio. And I just left Popeye's because I had a homeboy (laughs) at Popeye's. Not a homeboy, but, like, people in the neighborhood always loved me. They are like It's just like people always liked me. So the dude that worked at Popeye's that knew my family, and he was like, always, anytime you want something, come in, man. I got Mm. you. So I went in there. And I got, like, a pop, like a root beer or something. Yeah. And I was passing Kavanaugh, happy as hell, my root beer. Just picture me. I'm like that. And I was walking. Oh, I'm like, ah, smoke my root beer. That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> then I woke Jesus. up and they was all like, there was like ambulances all over me and shit. And then they ended up telling me what happened was I was walking around sucking on my root beer, happy as hell. And a car swooped me and hit me with a, um, a rear view mirror right here mm. on my side and Holy knocked the crap. wind out of me and knocked me out. Mm-hmm. That was that like third grade. That could have been so bad though. Oh, if I had been one second later. I feel like I knew a lot of kids got hit by a car when we were younger. Like, I don't know if we just wasn't, we weren't as careful or the drivers weren't no, as careful. No, we were just out there. I don't know. The, the, the probability going to go way up when you spend more time outside. That's true. Maybe that is what it is. And then the third time I got hit by a car, I actually hit a car. I didn't get hit <laughs> by a car. Too. I remember this Me story. and my cousin, my, me and my cousin Terry, a lot of people know him as Michael Stokes, <laughs> uh, was riding through Al Sarah Ford parking lot right there off MLK in Holmes. And we was riding our bikes through there, and I was always really fast on my bike. And I and I was riding through the parking lot, and we was whipping through the parking lot, and I was beating him. And I remember turning around and talking shit, and I was like, ah. Of course, that's the last thing I remember. So then I woke up. Yeah, I woke up from that. Again, (laughs) again, lights out. And I woke up from that, and uh, an ambulance nearby was standing over me. My cousin was like, "Are you alive? He's alive." (laughs) And so I was standing out. My lip was busted this time. And my lip was all oh my messed up. Gosh. My lip went into my teeth and I blew my lip out and everything. So I had to go to the hospital for that. This was all within like a year or two span. Like I can't even think about like what my dad went through raising me. Well, Rocky just put in there. He remembers you being in damn near a full body cast. So. No, I wasn't that. <laughs> no, that wasn't it. <laughs> no. I think that might have been when you broke your Oh, arm. no, he's right. Yeah, your I, arm and your He's leg. right about half of that. But that wasn't that incident. But he's right, because I had a wrist cast on uh, my right wrist because I had surgery for a cyst. Yeah. And then I had and a, it was on the same side. And I had a, I had a cast on my ankle because I broke my ankle. So I had both him. on, and I was still racing bikes. I still played baseball. In the cast. And played football. I wore one of my dad's shoes on my foot. He had a <laughs> pair, old pair of chucks. Think about some of the shit, though, y'all, that we went through as kids. We survived our childhoods because you, if you really think about some of the injuries yep, and Rocky, broken bones right, and shit, listen to these stories. Like all of us have like, exactly says we got hurt daily. And I mean, hurt bad. Like 
wig split, like Hold sprained on. stuff. Like, I got one more for you. Oh God, you are rough. I'm riding t- down the street with my Jolly Rancher in my mouth. Oh God, y'all remember those long Jolly Ranchers? They was like this long. It was like a mm-hmm. stick, and you could suck that mug so. It's so thin, and it was like a razor blade. And you always did. So I'm not, everybody always everybody did. So I'm did. riding down Hillcrest, on, and we all used to jump these little, where the roots came up in the sidewalk. And we ride. I'm riding down Wee. the street, and I hit this jump, and I go too high, come down mm. far, and jam that. To this day, I'm not lying to you, the roof Ugh. of my mouth, the whole roof of my mouth collapsed onto my tongue. Ugh. <laughs> collapsed onto my tongue. I'm not lying split to you. The it, whole y'all. thing split the whole roof of my mouth up mm-hmm. and all of that. Just put your tongue to the top of your mouth right now and think of that as another tongue <laughs> flipped down onto my tongue. I felt like And I, I couldn't like... even scream because it was like, I screamed. It was like, <laughs> that thing was inside of my mouth like this. Yo, I'm telling you, we had the stupidest yo, times, yo. So Mike is the reason why they don't sell them no more. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all notice they don't sell the long sticks anymore. They just sell the little mini ones or the little chews or the little So ones. then me and my me and my cousin was <laughs> stupid as hell. Me and my cousin Marcus. Oh my Marcus Lynn. I'm gonna have to get him on here. <laughs> we we walking around Hillcrest again. We we were we had these sticks. We had these I had this stick, right? And I always wanted to be ninja shit. I do ninja shit, Everybody stupid shit. So I had this stick, right? And I put this cup over it, a plastic cup. And so I had the stick and my cousin had a knife. So we was gonna do sword fights. And he had the knife and I had the stick. And I thought I was best because Wait, I had he a had long, a knife? He had a fucking pocket knife. And so I'm gonna show you I mean I I'm not shocked. I'm but... gonna show you, and I don't know if I can show everybody else. I'm I'm swording with him and he's sticking, <laughs> and I'm swording and he's sticking. <laughs> With and the knife. sticks me through. I'm thinking of my hand is. Ca- I'm, I'm thinking my hand is safe because I got that cup on there, right? But I'm like ten, so I think that cup is like that cup is okay. I'm it's good. Armor, y'all. I got this cup on here. That knife went straight through that cup, and this is why my nail grows like that now. You see how my nail grows right there? Yes, I, I got to show. A, I got to show y'all this. It's Hold got on. A, it's got a dent. I'm in gonna it. show y'all this. So that means that's a that's what. See, this is something I can say from our childhood, y'all. We have literal lifetime scars. That means you, you, you get the scar when y'all you're a child. How, <laughs> y'all see how my nail grow weird as hell right here? That's from a pocket knife. That's from my yeah. from playing swords. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying. That my cousin Soily was on here. I wish she was on here now. She was talking about it at one show. Some of the stuff that we used to do. Think about the shit that we used to do that is super dangerous and how hurt you would get, like falling, you know, like off of a second floor or something, getting thrown off porches and riding your bikes, doing out. <laughs> that Mike always did too much. Yeah, I did. All my friends' moms couldn't stand me. They loved me, but they was like, oh, that, that Mike, man, he always getting into shit. Daredevil. I'm telling you, I was, I was, because I, I, I grew up with my dad. And I just, I don't Daredevil. know what it was. I agree that we were I didn't have no kids. fear, yo. That's we, why I guess because I became He said we were real kids. That is, we're real, yeah, we were we real, was real kids. kids. Like, we were just doing everything the kids did, getting hurt, getting I do. scraped Nate up. Nate says, do I remember Jack Pine? I do remember Jack Pine. I never raced there. Um, oh, it was more Jack Pine was like they had BMX, but then also I think they turned it into a um, a motocross spot where like motor motorbikes would go on. I do remember Jack Pine though. Yes, I do. Everybody when we were kids would like because again we had to play like the outdoor stuff. So you had your bikes, you had your rollerblades, your roller skates. So you were always just doing. So- we used to build ramps. Why did we ever think that that was a good idea? I mean, big ramps, pieces of plywood, cement blocks, and running like. How did we think we weren't going to get hurt? We probably had concussions. We didn't care I'm about getting like, hurt. Oh, my God. If you got God. hurt, man, how many 
how many kids, I mean, think about all the kids out here in the world who got scars permanently to this day. My elbows is full. Y'all can see them. My elbows is full of little, I mean, this elbow elbows, right here, I've had eight, I've had this elbow eating up all the way up to here <laughs> at times to where I couldn't wait till the scab over so I could pick it. That's the type of kids we was. I remember coming home. That mother home. be dirty. It be sticky. It have all types of shit on it. I remember coming home, skin gone. I fell off my bike and slid on my hip. And my mom had to pull the gravel out, mm -hmm. like the rocks out of it before she cleaned my shit. Yeah. <laughs> my God. That's how we grew up. These the kids white, don't know like, nothing to the white meat. <laughs> yes. Me, we could have died climbing those tall ass trees, sis. Yes. Mm -hmm. Literally, we could have died. That's how high up we would go and we would be. Oh, like, man. My God. Uh, heights. I loved heights for as a kid. I can't. I can't, I can't do too it much doom anymore, but I used mm -hmm. to get on top of anything. I used to oh. get on top of my house, this house that I told y'all about, 1415 Hillcrest. Look it up. I could walk out of my window onto the top and throw. I used to, I used to, my dad used to hate me for this too. I would take <laughs> off the shingles. I didn't even realize the damage I was doing to this place at this oh time. Gosh, I would rip the Mike. shingles off of my house and throw them like, like <laughs> ninja are... stars. So I'm doing thousands of dollars of damage to this crib. You are lucky you didn't whoop your ass for that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Oh, Jesse came on. Jesse. Look at Jesse said, remember when me and you slept in the church at Yale till we got picked up? Yeah, I do. I think Juan got picked up by the boys. He, oh, ran, he ran the wrong he direction. Ran. He separated and me, from And me and Jesse stayed in that little church. It's right on the corner. You know, like how Saginaw and Michigan Avenue come together and there's just like the church right there on the, the corner. People's church, that really big pretty yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Somebody out here earlier, Jesse, said you used to be able to stack for twenty minutes. I'm thinking at oh, the I arcade. Jesse was at a, the arcade at Jesse Pumal was Pete. a real G D boy Somebody back then. That boy loves G D back in the day. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, we oh was my gosh. Uh, yes. She yes. Said, Teresa says, Yep, I got a scar under my chin, got my foot stuck in the spikes riding in the handlebars. Oh my sister's bike. Seven stitches. Oh. Listen to that though. I know. <laughs> you come you go out and play, come home with a whole toe missing. And it wasn't nothing weird about it. They're like, oh <laughs> Teresa got a toe missing. Can you did you find the damn toe? Hold on. Do y'all remember when my little brother Everybody got a chin scar. Your sister said, Teresa, I got a chin. <laughs> Everybody got a chin scar. That's from dancing. She was little dancing on a on a uh, coffee table, fell and pop. Mm splitter right there but i listen to this this sounds super 90s my little brother so our cousin bj they used to have uh what was the sprees <laughs> this you remember oh, those yeah, mopeds yeah and we used to ride around my aunt's house because they had this parking lot why was it a good idea for him to put a small child on the spree with him like it was a normal bike and they both bit it they took a spill and it ate all his skin off gravel burn on his face his arm everything i'm gonna tell y'all something about those, about those mopeds that was so dangerous i know i'm gonna tell you something about those mopeds and why they're so dangerous but i remember the palmers in middle school <laughs> they always had josh and jerry always had mopeds their mom would buy mopeds and i always wanted a moped everybody wanted a moped in the garden yes and there's certain few kids that had them but i can remember why my dad wouldn't buy me one because back when we lived on bridgeport there's this little kid who's a mexican kid had a moped and he was probably 12, 13, 14 years old and was riding next to his buddy on the moped and mm -hmm. fell off the moped and went up under the car. If anybody, <gasps> does anybody remember this story? Oh my God. It was back in like probably 91, 98, 90 maybe. But yeah, it was over in Coach Light neighborhood mm. and he had, he had fell off the thing. He was holding on to the side, mm -hmm. riding his moped and fell up under the car and got ran over and got killed.
That so my dad scary. would never buy me one because of that situation. My, no, my sister literally said, oh, my OMG, BJ saved his life. No, really. It was bad. He hit his head like everything. He needed medical attention. But Angela he, Jimenez. He grabbed my brother and saved him. Lazaro. Yep. Oh, okay. Wow. See, me and Anz, me and Anz grew up together, went to That's the same so school, and... um. We went to Harley Franks together from first or from kindergarten to third grade. We grew up together in the uh, neighborhood Bridgeport. She was my first crush. Angela Jimenez was my first crush in kindergarten in that <laughs> Kinderg- neighborhood. <laughs> she was my kindergarten crush. I remember kindergarten year, I had some Jordans in my <laughs> my aunt bought me Jordans like I told you, and I brought them to school. She don't Thought remember this because so we was cool. too young. And I used to make sure she could always see my Jordans. I'd be flossing. Because you, you had the Jordans. Yeah, I had the Jordans. <laughs> and now we just best friends. We like good friends like my we sister. Are. She's um, the best. But yeah, Lazaro, yep. Yeah, in the Coach Light, in the Coach Light <laughs> neighborhood. It went up under That's the crazy car. that she remembers the name, though. Yo, people that, remember. It makes an impression, though. Yeah, like, people remember everything. That's crazy. Chavez said he wants to join the live. Y'all don't know who Chavez Young is. He is the center fielder, right fielder for the Toronto Blue Jays. And I met Chavez when I lived in the building, um, the outfield lofts over downtown. Uh, he played for the Lugnuts, and now he's moved on and moved up. Doing big things. And so, bro, I want to bring you on, man. Like, how yeah. how, how you want to get on here, bro? I mean, today, it's, we're like late. We've been yeah. on this thing for two hours. And but that I would, would be a good... I'll do a show, man. Matter of fact, yes. we can do a show and talk about our experience over there and what you're doing now. Yeah, what you're if up you'd to like now. to, man, inbox me, great. bro. Let us know. Inbox for real. me. I'll definitely bring you on. This like my this my man's right here. Yeah, Young cat fun. too. Would you like Chavez gotta be like twenty two now? Twenty three? Yeah, because he turned twenty one. Yep, doing it big out yeah, there. He turned twenty one while Major we're in the League building. Baseball. He's gonna be a shining star here soon. I think so. So yeah, Chavez, I we wanna bring you on, my guy. We'll bring too. you on here. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yo, so like those Bridgeport days was the shit, man. I remember those. Remember Our childhoods were I mean, I just it brings a smile to my face. There's just so many. Like, Ange said, did, but did you die? That's all of our childhoods. But did you die? Where? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, but did you die? That is literally all of our childhoods. Ange but said, damn. That's the same reason I never got I never got a full. I'm yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. That, that, that sticks you with you, think man. When we, was, when we was that age, like, those type of things were so dramatic, yo. When somebody your age or even close to your age we dies. We desensitized And your parents then. would be like, hell no. Yes. Such and such just, you know, and it was like the end of the world. Even if it was just like a that. story about somebody dying or getting hurt, you wasn't getting none of that you weren't going near it none of it they would shut that shit down i'm trying to tell you yo (laughs) so that neighborhood and help me out to to help me out to name all the people that grew up in that neighborhood people don't understand how many of us young how many of us who still talk today grew up in that neighborhood so i can remember these names and i i I can't remember everybody but i know there's so many more but i remember bruce i remember um for kwan malik uh, Kevin Lee, obviously, uh, John Matoyer, uh, obviously yourself. There were so many other young people our age that grew up in that neighborhood, yo. Like, That's name some, name some outside of those names that I just named that grew up in that neighborhood. But I grew up, I lived in that neighborhood from kindergarten until third grade. It was like some of the best times of my the life. Best yo. three years of your life. Yeah, it was a awesome. neighborhood will change everything for you. You got a neighborhood where all your people are around and you guys are with each other every day. Like, oh my gosh, that mm-hmm. is it right there. And we was built tough, right? Yes. We were built Chavez, tough. <laughs> I would have to I would have to Skype you in, bro, but it's like a whole process and we almost yeah. done with this particular show. But like I said, I'll build a show around bringing you on, man, yeah, and talk about our experience down there at the building or at the uh, outfield loss, man. So 
if we can, uh, just inbox me. Like I said, inbox me on here, and I'll get you on, bro. We'll, we'll do a show. Update on what you're doing. Yeah, we've been wanting to do a show about the outfield loss, and then we can update on what you got going on. You and Reggie and Samad, I'd like to hear about what all y'all got going on. So that's what we'll do, man. We'll, we'll try to do it that way if we can, brother. Just inbox me uh, after this show, because we already been on this for two hours and seven minutes. And really, <laughs> the show was done, but we just having so much fun. So we're just keeping it going because people on here. But Throwing it back, yo. Yeah, the show uh. is kind of done at this point. Jaleesha, I don't remember Jaleesha. Yeah. Just go another day. Yeah, that's what we'll do, uh, Shavi. We'll get you on. We can even do it tomorrow if you want to. I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah, so what she say? Renisha... Jaleesha, ah, oh, man, I just be wanting to remember. I remember houses. <laughs> the yellow house over here. Yeah, I Green house houses. over here. <laughs> I remember they was building on that whole new neighborhood on the back of our shit, on the back of Bridgeport. And it was like all the brand new houses going up. A lot there. of that neighborhood used to just be like field and stuff, like until they started. Oh, Gerald Lemon. I remember Gerald Lemon. He used to live over there too with us. Yeah, the Lemons. That's a lot His brother of passed kids. though. Gerald, I think Gerald. I can't remember which one of their brother passed though. Dang, everybody lived in that. That's that's, yeah, that's awesome. And you got a neighborhood days. where everybody goes to school together and everybody sees each other. Like, uh, Shabby, awesome. uh, so we go on at eight o'clock. I could bring you on by like eight thirty. Yeah. We'll build the show and bring you on. Just inbox me or I'll inbox you after this and we'll talk about it. And I'll get you on, bro. We'll Skype you in. Yeah, that'll be fun. Do the whole live thing. Yeah, that'll be fun. But man, this has been fun, y'all. Uh, I hope y'all I hope y'all had as much fun as we did, man. I think we're going to have to probably cut it, though. I hope y'all had fun. It was just a blast from the past. Who blast doesn't love talking past. about all the things that made you who you are and all the fun shit man, we went through? Southside representa. East side. You a north sider. You no, both. I never lived. Yeah, I grew up on the east side. But did you stay on Comfort? Yeah, but that was when I was really little. That oh. was when I was. So I, I mean, I grew up on the east side, and then I moved to the south side. I graduated from Everett. You did. Yeah. So you actually went to Everett. I actually went to Everett. Yeah, I was supposed to go to Everett, <laughs> and then of course my dad, who don't ever give me what I want, is like, "It's just a high school. <laughs> Yo, you going to Sexton?" I'm like, "Yo, I don't know nobody at Sexton. I know nobody on the north side." He didn't care. It was like the house he wanted was on the north side, so I'm going there. And I, my ninth grade year was in Sexton. That's crazy. And I my, hated every minute of it. So my ninth grade year was actually at Eastern, but I went to the old Pattingale, the one, you know, by by um, Sparrow. I went to the old, old Pattingale, not the mm. new one. So that was my middle school experience, but I went to high school, graduated from Everett. So I don't know. So anyways, we're going to wrap this up, y'all. We love y'all. It was a good show. Was this great. was mad fun, y'all. That was I fun, appreciate y'all. everybody <laughs> coming on here and representing with us, man. And like I said, we're going to do, we gonna, you know, we're going to keep it. Keep it how we keep it, yo. Yeah. Like whatever comes to mind, we are gonna talk about that well, day, yo. We like so, talking about that tomorrow, day. though. You see Chavez Young. I look him up. Google his name. Bring him up. Find out a little more about him. We're gonna bring him on tomorrow. So Friday yeah. night, we're gonna do Chavez Young. Chavez, you don't let, don't have me up here upping you, and then you, and you out at the bar tomorrow. tomorrow. I need you on mm-hmm. here. Eight thirty. We're gonna have you on at least a half hour. So give us at least eight thirty yeah. to nine. And we will talk about what you got going on, talk about how we met you. But Chavez Young, young one of the young brothers that I met uh, at the outfield loss and just an awesome kid, man. Just dope guy. I mean, I really had some deep conversations with him and Reggie and Samad. There was all the, uh, that was the stars of the Lug Nuts back mm-hmm. in 2017. And they're still stars to this day and, and the teams they're on now. But all of those young men were drafted onto the Toronto Blue Jays. And now I think they're all in Dunedin, Florida, which is the next step before they hit the big, big league. So they're still young, you know, and, and, and yeah, the MLB, 
people take that trick and it's kind of like their college career then they yeah. go off to the pros and do a big he's, so they, all, he's 22 yeah 22 only years 22 old years so they, they all on their way to the big leagues but um just some hard-working young men yes. and i just i was i was really we got uh, to witness a lot yeah of we got to witness that growth was, too like yeah. how they came up and so, so i won't bring him on great. we'll talk to him tomorrow talk about our time at the outfield yeah. that was a really fun time too uh what'd you say i gotta come to the show i'll bring some drinks Hell bro rocky so this is the thing we got a third mic and eventually we're going to move this into a bigger space that we can actually do this and bring people on. But yeah, we got room, table. we got room now to bring one person in. So when yeah. this whole quarantine thing kind of slows down, we're going to bring people in here to have these interviews. So that will be much better because then we could talk about whatever. And it's not yeah. like a short time. We got to talk for a half hour while I got you on the Skype. So yeah, it'll be exactly. more personal. We could talk more about of like it all. Oh, actual conversation. Yeah. Just, just chilling and hanging out. Absolutely. And then, of course, I'm going to keep bringing the. The city officials that I could bring in here to talk so y'all can all hear yeah. from them. The on big a hitters level. around the community. People are doing stuff in the community. That's really important. To, yeah. You know, people to meet them and know yeah. what they're about and what they're doing. And then you learn how to. So anyways, y'all, we appreciate y'all America 20 to life. We are out. See us tomorrow. Again, the disclaimer, go on to our YouTube, our Subscribe. podcast and our Apple podcast, our Spotify podcast, Apple podcast. Make sure y'all like and subscribe to those. Follow those. Follow this here on Facebook so you get the alerts when we go live. And just share it, man. Anytime y'all can share anything we're doing to get the word out, we want more people to be involved. So we love y'all. Thank you so much for all y'all memories, too. That was fun. Be cool, man. We love y'all. We'll see y'all tomorrow. America's from the life. We out. Hope to see you. We'll talk to you, not about you. Peace. (laughs)